Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings Post Game Show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By New England Recovery Center in Westboro, where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com, and by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Once again, proving that success is possible in spite of yourself and your best efforts to get in the way of victory. The New England Patriots take down the Miami Dolphins, who played a backup quarterback and then a backup backup quarterback today in Foxborough. Final score, Patriots 23, Miami Dolphins 21. It was way closer at the end than it needed to be. Of course, uh, some... Interesting, if not, dare I say, curious play calling at the end and some execution that was somewhere between atrocious and lackluster, making a game that shouldn't have been that close in the end a little too close for comfort. But here we are on the doorstep of postseason with meaningful football to be played and week 18. Get excited, Pats Nation. We're here for you. Hello, how are you? As they say in the industry, your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens here alongside... Andy Jumbo Hart, this is the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEEI, WEEI.com, the Odyssey app, and all across the WEEI Sports Radio Network. You can join the party at any given moment, whether you're coming out of the game, home in the old barrage, watching in the fan cave, out and about with your friends, wherever you happen to be. If you want to weigh in on today's game and the Patriots' postseason chances, we are here for you at 617 779 7937. That's the telephone number. Use it anytime between now and 7:30 when we kick it to Sunday night football coverage. Ravens versus the Stellars. 37937 is the text line. And of course, the socials. We love all the sweet and mean tweets at WEEI, at Jumbo Heart, and at Fitzy GFY. I tell you, I love this team. I love this team. I've always loved this team. I'm going to keep loving this team. Every single time they get a chance to do something where I think, hey, guess what? They put it together. They found their way. I think this team wants to win games and doesn't want to continue whizzing away opportunities and infuriating the Foxborough faithful and their fan base. What do they do? Just what they did right there. Just when I thought I was out, they they pulled me back in. Fourth and four. 
on the 30 of the Dolphins, up by nine. The Lolfins are on the ropes. And what in the holy hell, Andy Hart, was that play call? Oh, you're going to let me talk now? Do you hate me? Funny thing behind the scenes, Andy couldn't find a pair of headphones that didn't work for two and a half minutes. So I looked I like ha- Matt Patricia trying to find a good red zone play. <laughs> I was scrambling around and nothing would work. Weird thing is you found headphones. I did. And in but the you end, wouldn't find a good I can hear. Zone. Actually, Mac Jones did find a very good play earlier. We'll talk about the way the Patriots offense looked before they decided to take two and a half quarters off and then got themselves back in the game later. Yes, the Dolphins were injured. No Xavier Howard, no Bradley Chubb. Eventually, so no Teddy Patriots. Bridgewater. This was oh, a fair fight of... Of super mediocre football teams today. I tell you, that's Skyler, uh, whatever the hell his Skyler name is. Skyler Thompson. Stinks. He's not good at football. <laughs> no. He's not. One I know thing, he's third not. string. And our oh, well, he threw a nice touchdown pass. He threw he a nice touchdown. It's a nice pass he threw to Gasicki at the end. He is a professional. Right solid coverage by he's Kyle like Duggar, who, dumping. by the way, continues to be your second greatest well, offensive threat. With Marcus Jones out, he's now your best offensive player. Patriots have scored defensive touchdowns in four straight games. You, They're only you win two when and two. You're supposed to win all of those games. Yeah. Look what happened last night in the National College Football Semifinals with TCU scoring two pick sixes. Guess what? In spite of the fact that Michigan was obviously and easily the better team on the field, guess who won? The team that scored the defensive touchdowns. Today, they score another defensive touchdown. But it's ridiculous that they bench their they bench their better talents when they make a simple false start or whatever because they need to clean that up. So let's put Kendrick Bourne on the bench, even though that makes no sense whatsoever for a team that has been struggling offensively. <laughs> I can't. I just uh, honestly, okay, Doug, down, Duggar and Marcus Jones are the best players on offense. Jacoby Myers, nice play at the end. Almost got slammed into the turf like Mac did by Chandler. Jones. I mean, poor. Thank. God. Hopefully, he's okay. Will if we have any word on the condition of Jacoby Myers, cornerback Jonathan Jones. So, see, here's the thing. That and, didn't look great. No, it didn't. I've already got friends texting me saying like, "I'm gonna go ahead and put money on collarbone." Good news is, can you cover? Uh, no. Because you got a shot if you. I was. That's why. I Actually, asked, even if you can't cover, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, can Tay Hayes cover? Who knows? Quentin Mosley, Quandre, Quandre. You sure, might want to learn too. his name if you're going to talk I'm, about him. I, maybe I don't need to. There's already too much going on in my head. I don't need to know Mosley. I'll just say Mosley. Then those guys, I don't care who they are, they deserve a pat on the back because they, were they not held exposed. the Dolphins in check. That's correct. And Mike McDaniel. You're going down the road of boob in my mind a little bit. Because you ran the ball way too often with way little success against the Patriots when you have the obvious matchup of Hill and Waddle. But this isn't what we do on the postgame show. We don't rip the other team for losing. We praise the Patriots for winning and giving us, what did I say to you in the boardroom? Meaningful Meaningful football football. in Week 18, baby. I I don't know what's going to happen. I forgot to add the in Week 18 baby part. I don't know what's going to happen against the Bills in Buffalo don't know, don't care. I Neither know it do matters. I. You they, know what? I'm going to go into it just like week. with a devil-may-care attitude. I'm going to go into One more it. round, Tommy Gunn. Wait, see, we're doing the Rocky. See, My I, ring's in Buffalo. Hey, wait. Should I tell? Is now a good time, Producer Nick LePan, to let Andy know that most people hate Rocky Five, so I it's not a good why. movie? It's not a good movie. I loved it. You did, See, that tells me everything. You could have told me that before we started doing this show together. I would have known, hey, you knocked him down. Why don't you try knocking me down? Well, isn't it an apt comparison then, maybe? Maybe the Patriots are Rocky Five. <laughs> I like them. Most people don't seem to, and in the end, they might fall on their that face. That is an absolute and outright lie. You do not like that. Don't you dare try to sell me up river like, oh, Fitzy, the Foxborough fraud. I love this team. You want me on that wall. You oh, I need me on that blog. Team. Yeah. I love the, the logo or whatever. Yeah. This team is it's tough to Infuriating. like at times. <laughs> yeah. Infuriating. If you They're had a child p- that 
pisses you off endlessly. And, you're, and you're like, you know what that child is capable of, and you have tried to there parent it military so many school. Times. There is an orphanage. I have an aunt that lives far away, but I'll Ugh. keep you for one more week. Oh, this team, honestly. I mean, there's and, and see, here's what drives me nuts. And by the way, just to set the table going forward, we will hear from Coach Bill Belichick when he delivers his postgame press conference live here on the Six Rings postgame show. We'll hear from Patriots quarterback Mac Jones as well. We'll get calls from Patriots beat reporter Kyrie Thompson uh, from the stadium as well as our pal Christian Foria, who may grace us with a call two days before the launch of his new show as we're calling it Fresh. Gresh and Foria. Fresh. Get it? It's Fourier and Gresh. Fresh. It's terrible. It's awful, I know. Is that what we're really going with? Nope. Okay, good. <laughs> Stop the t-shirts. <laughs> Hold the printing press. Yeah, but I got 5,000 koozies up here in promotions. Uh, to which I ask, we have promotions? Send them to Africa. 617-779-7937. That's your telephone number. You're listening to Fresh. Fresh and Gresh. So are you surprised or was today what you expected? Yes and no. I, am, I picked I am, the Dolphins. I thought the Dolphins. I thought the simple matchup. I had 24-20. I 24, had 24-13 Dolphins. I lost a little faith or respect for, for McDaniel today. I don't think he coached a very good game. Like No, he didn't. Don't and tell Andy, me you shut down. You took away Hill and Waddle. My ass. You don't my, take guys away that good mm-hmm. with guys that you're calling up from the practice squad or safeties. You should find a, He's a genius, right? Offensive genius. Like, we're supposed to believe he's I think, new I, think age. I don't know if it's genius. I think I think I hear the word, like, guru. Okay, guru. That's, isn't about. that good? Guru. Like, did he do anything that guru'd you today? No, not in the least bit. As a matter of fact, uh, when I was on the field pregame, he came strutting out of the tunnel and I thought to myself, like, this guy might be reading his clippings a little bit. He had a little bit of that strut, an unnecessary strut. He's wearing the super expensive, fancy Miami Dolphins tracksuit. He's got on sunglasses that cost likely more than either our car payments or our uh, entire ensembles from shoes to sunglasses combined. And I'm just thinking, might be a little bit too much into appearances right now, trying to show up, be the the hot stuff in my in like New England. If you just concentrate on finding a way to grind one out against the Patriots today, you can punch your ticket to the postseason veritably. You can knock out your longtime division rival, and best of all, you can end this bizarre season for the Dolphins. I'm I think I'm going to call it like a seesaw season, if you will. The Miami Dolphins now in the season, Andy, have won three games in a row. Lost three games in a row. They have won five games in a row, and they have now yeah, lost. Yeah, I told you. Five That's why I said the Dolphins were going to lose. Yeah, SAT you know, math or whatever. It was. That it was done. It was foretold. How come no one told the Patriots that as they tried to literally throw, play, sack, and call the Dolphins back into the game? I know the play called there on fourth and four towards the end of the game. In no way, shape, or form had it written down that Mike Onwenu was to be completely. De- decimated by and have his lunch eaten by a backup tackle for the Dolphins. But holy smokes was that bad. That was potentially disastrous. And Andy, Jonathan Jones does not need to be back on the field at that point when he already has a questionable designation headed into the game. Now, if he did in fact get so hurt that he's not able to play next week in Buffalo, you can look back to the play calling at the end of this game and say, there, you lost your number one corner. You're literally your only healthy starting corner because you decided to... Blank around and find out at the end of the game. Well, you found out. Miami scored, made it way too close for comfort, and now Jonathan Jones could be hurt. Uh, oh, I think he is hurt. Uh, I mean, we'll wait to hear official word, but it certainly looked like... Now, the good news is you could easily get Marcus Jones back in a week off mm-hmm. the concussion uh, list, but no, they, their secondary is a mess right now. It's going to be a mess against Josh Allen, but 
Now, the, the Bills and Josh Allen have done a better job of taking advantage of such things in recent years, whereas the Dolphins really couldn't do it today. So I look, final stats, Tyree Kill, four catches for 55 yards. Jalen Waddle, three catches for 52 yards. Seven catches for 107 yards between them. Not horrible, but not what you'd expect when oh, no, Andre that... Mosley and Tay Hayes are making the jump from practice squad to defensive backfield. I know they don't have the, like, Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater combined likely do not have the arm of Tua Tonga-Vailoa, and he does not exactly have a laser yeah. rocket arm by any stretch not of the imagination. But how are you not just attacking the Patriots over the middle, on the side, in the flat, and downfield? Terrible. Over and over and over and over and over again. And I didn't think early. Do we put Mike McDaniel on the thumbs-up list for the Patriots? Uh, yes, I absolutely. Think we, I think we absolutely, absolutely should. Absolutely. I didn't think early the Patriots dominated in the pass rush. I thought it picked up pace as the game wore on and became more of a factor. But the Dolphins were without uh, Armstead, their their best tackle, one of the better tackles in football, their free agent addition. I did not think that was a massive factor early. Uh, I thought they ran the ball too much, honestly. Mm-hmm. So they ran the ball in the first half, the Dolphins. When it, remember, it was a 7-7 game. Both teams scored early and then kind of petered out. Dolphins ran the ball 19 times for 62 yards in the first half. 19 first half rushes for 62 yards. Is this three Mike three Mc... yards a carry? Is this my uh, the uh, is this Mike McDaniel basically almost pulling a Bill Belichick final game 2015 season? Remember they ran like Steven Jackson like 18 times for oh, yeah. 50 yards and lost that game? Yeah, no no, he ran it. Why did they insist on losing like it's almost like the Dolphins came in with a Lose first mentality. Well, I just, I think some of these guys overthink it. I think Giardi tweeted something to the effect that I retweeted, but like, keep it simple, stupid. Like, a, a child might say, hey, uh, the other team has practice squatters playing defense, and we have two of the most dynamic playmakers in football, two of the fastest players in football. Shouldn't we try to get them the ball? Wouldn't you want more chances to get them the ball than you would 19 rushes, including 10 by Jeff Wilson, who had 32 yards? Like, 3.3 yards a carry, and you're just going to keep pounding? He was well on his way to a 40-rush game. 40 rushes when you have Waddle and you have Hill. You're not the Titans. Nope. You're not Derrick Henry and the Titans, and this is the way you play. Nope. You're, you're also the not the San Francisco Ooh, the 49ers. Guru. You're you're the legitimately guru. not the San Francisco 49ers. You also don't have – Armstead was banged up. I just said that. What's that? I know. So you got Ar- so you're, you're, you're lacking the tackle. You're repeating for emphasis. Yeah, you've all these works. elements that factor in that tell you and dictate that you should be throwing the ball all game long. And for some ungodly reason, you decide now we need to. Establish and Teddy Bridgewater, the remember, mm-hmm. he's a veteran quarterback who has started a lot of games in this league. Thirty-three and thirty-two before yeah, the game. I think that's now a he's lot a 500 of quarterback. That's good enough against a banged-up New England secondary with two of the fastest receivers in recent NFL history to decide. Hey, you know what? We can probably let Bridgewater sling it a little on bit a fifty-plus degree day with ten-mile-an-hour winds lovely. or whatever the hell it Perfect was. Perfect playing conditions down there today, Jalen. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really understand what Mike McDaniel was thinking, and and we do know that the Patriots got porked early. There was a Jabril Peppers forced fumble that, oh, forward progress was stopped. Really? That was stopped forward progress? But oh. it wasn't a week ago on Ramondre? Now Ramondre I'm more would like to ever. weigh in on that one. That um, was infuriating. No, it was Jabril Peppers doing what he do, which right. is take men's souls when he hits them. Jabril Peppers, I told you, every day he wakes up and he's like, ah, I choose violence. Yes, and I, I love, love it. And I'm I, here I, for it, as yes, they say. as I like to say, one time and often. Yes, Jabril Peppers is great. I need more Jabril Peppers, is, 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 if you will, on this defense. Guys like that, tone setters. Kyle Duggar and Jabril Peppers with Adrian Phillips makes for a fantastic back end of the defense. And give those guys credit on a day when the cornerback position was undermanned. I thought the safeties, safeties carried the day. And you yes. should. Yes. You're really good. You're really veterans. You're really deep. Like, all of that, 
you should be able to to step up and make plays, and you did. Is it too soon to have the McCourty conversation about another dropped interception? Too soon or too late? <laughs> and which conversation is that? That <sighs> sorry, you've had a great career. I'll see you in five years or four years or whatever the hell it is at the the Red Patriots Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is what it is, and and the play actually sort of ended up being meaningless. I know. It was a like, punt. You, you you forced the punt afterwards. You got the ball back there, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the way he was stumbling, he probably wasn't going to get much of a return if he even did catch it. It was a bad look, mm-hmm. I would say, to have a ball bounce Ju- off you your know, face mask you say, and your chest. You think so? Yeah, it's terrible. I'm interested to see how Greg Hill handles it on Friday because they have not, a bit of a history. Oh, yeah, I know. He they did have a bit like of a history the, on dropped like interceptions. The first one. I wonder <laughs> if on Friday's edition of the Greg Hill Show, when Devin McCourty usually joins the program in the 8 o'clock hour, if, in fact, that will be addressed. And how many um, awkward chuckles will be thrown into the question? <laughs> I, there won't be awkward chuckles in the response, I'll tell you nah, that. I can tell unless. Unless Devin, unless Dev has decided... Beats him to the punch? That, you know what I should do now is I should probably laugh about it because, yeah, that was a pretty bad drop. And even if that was meaningless in the grand scheme, A, like you said, bad look. B, it's representative of how things have gone recently and or overall on this season. And C, you may just need to flip the field against a team like Buffalo or take advantage of every single opportunity, no matter how grand or simple that they are when presented with them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you dropping anything in the. But, you know, you make up for it with Jonathan Jones, for example. That's a tough pick he has yeah. later on the deflection off hill, feet in, catch, sideline, the whole thing. Uh, Tyreek Hill didn't play well. That, that would be nope. another. You know, and I'm sort of putting some great of back it on McDaniel. Yeah, but he, he did not have a great game. This was, um, quite honestly, if you just sort of t- stepped back and zoomed out, mm-hmm. wasn't this game in a lot of ways looked like a matchup between an 8-7 and seven team and a 7-8 and eight team and two teams sort of vying for a playoff spot that maybe mm-hmm. neither of them deserves because they had lost eight of their previous nine games combined coming in. Like, it wasn't good football. But it's Super Wild Card Weekend. Let's go. Yeah. I see the, all the calls that have come in so far, and we'll get to your calls in the next break. Folks, appreciate it. 617-779-7937 here in the Six Rings Post Game Show. Of course, we are broadcasting from our best yet brand studio in beautiful, safe Brighton, Massachusetts. Was this the Patriots' best the yet wins? No. no, no, not at all. Nice try, though. The sponsor appreciates that very much. They, the good news is they added to the list of backup quarterbacks and that's third it. The backup quarterback, the best quarterback the Patriots have beaten this season, continues to be Jared Goff. I mean, that's the Excuse best quarterback me. they've beaten all Vomited season. A little on my Jared Jared Goff. That's Ugh. yeah. They beat a third stringer today. But you know what that leaves. The opportunity for the best quarterback you beat all year to be Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Or not. <laughs> I'm staying getting, positive. It's still a week whole, away. I know. I, I asked you before the show, would you rather, for content purposes, for whatever it is, would you rather have a Six Rings postgame show chock full of angry callers with the Patriots blowing it after the fourth and four debacle there? My, let's say Miami recovers the onside kick. They kick a field goal, lose 24-23. Okay. There's part of you that would probably love that well, element of the content so much. Or would you rather have another week thinking about meaningful football? The Patriots finally finding a way to turn it around and play their best game yet. From a selfish perspective, a 24-23 to 23 loss mm-hmm. would have been a lot like the Bill Walton interview. I would not have said anything. Nope, wouldn't have done I would have sat back. We would have just thing. clicked on line one, talk. Okay, line two, talk. Line three, talk. Occasionally oh, dump out on that someone one because he yep. swore. Yep. Like, yep. That's yep. all we would have done for three and a half hours. Now, I am interested in, because I'll ask you, how much buzz did you feel at Gillette Stadium today pregame? 
more than really? was more than was present on the 24th because there was oh, a well, deficit yeah. uh, there was a deficit of excitement but this was essentially a, a playoff Eve. game yeah there was good energy in the tailgate today see because i didn't hear that mike giardi said no uh others out of fox were like huh, there's kind of a lack of buzz out here and they even thought there was a lack of buzz in some of the warm-ups, the actual particulars on the field. I'm not so sure about that. There definitely felt like there – but, again, I'm I'm basing it on and against recent games where there's been a distinct lack of energy at the tailgate and a lot lack of pregame energy. Yeah, I, I it's interesting because I think, unfortunately – It ain't, like, I it, it ain't admit, like it was for the Brady Returns game, Andy. The, well, obviously. There is a – I think a lot of your people, the fans, okay. they you know. You just call them fans. They know. Okay, what do they They know, know this team's not that good. They know if this team gets into the postseason, this team is probably setting itself up for an ass-whooping at the hands of either the Bills or the Bengals or the Chiefs. Like, it's cliche. It mm-hmm. looks overly simple. But there are different class. I-, I would say the same thing about the Dolphins, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, well, the way they, like, there's two different classes and a half of teams. But, but a month and a half ago, you could have said about the Miami Dolphins, I think this team, I even said as much on these public airwaves that I thought the Miami Dolphins were going to mess around and actually maybe even compete for the AFC East. And the effort they put forth a couple Saturday nights ago against Buffalo, where Ooh, it went down to the wire. But that was impre- Hey, if the Patriots lose like that 32-29 next week, it'll be disappointing. But I think there will be some valor in their effort. And Who's hey, the last st- good team the Dolphins They beat? still may even be able to get in if the Jetropolitans lose today but defeat the Dolphins next week. We'll explain the scenarios later in the program. I'm just still surprised mm. that our first calls that come in. So the Bills in week three was oh. the last time the Dolphins had a good win. Yeah, seems that way. That's what no, I'm no, saying. No, that's not seems that way. It is that no, way it because appears to be the case. they have five, eight losses, mm-hmm. and their wins in that stretch come against the Steelers, the Lions, the bad. Bears, okay. the Browns, mm. and the Texans. Well, we couldn't beat the Bears. Doesn't mean they're good. Guess where they're picking? Where? Los dos. Wow. <laughs> not great, Bob. Not great. The first calls that come in today to the show, Patriots have no chance. I didn't want them to win today. I want the Patriots to miss the playoffs. Like, I cannot believe what Michael Irvin dubbed on Friday's edition of the Fitzy and Hart Show middays here on WEI during the holiday hump week was that that is the ultimate slap in the face to a professional football player. Telling them, hey, we would rather the draft pick. We don't want to go through gearing up for a playoff game. We would rather you guys just lose now and put us out of our misery and let us return to our offseason, barely yet in progress. To me, it is shocking that that would be the case. Stunning! How could you not even just want a chance once you get in the dance? Aren't all bets off at that point? Not really. No. I mean, we can say that. That's There's right. like these fun little posters and motivational speeches. Oh, nine times out of ten, they'll beat us, whatever that famous speech. Yeah, 99 like. times out of 100, but that one time out of 100. Okay, yeah. And I might win the $800 million lottery that's available tomorrow night. Hey, if you do... You'll in. never see me again. <laughs> Be broadcasting from your $400 million. From nowhere. <laughs> I'll never broadcast again. You'll I'll never hear from me sitting again. Sitting somewhere on a beach earning 20%. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly how it would go. Yeah, the 413 would be happy. He would never or she would never oh, hear my voice again. Oh, the text line can't be angry at us just yet. We've given them no reason to. If anyone is frustrated, be frustrated with your football team. A team that, can you explain to me how they open the game so crisply, so sharply, Great first drive, nice pass down the sidelines, great catch, great body control by Tyquan Thornton, ultimately leading to that nice 11-yard touchdown pass from Mac Jones to Tyquan in the corner of the end zone. And you think to yourself, hey, 
when this team drives the football down the field, hey, this team, maybe they picked up, like we had talked about, a little bit of that momentum, a little throw-mentum, if you will, from looking downfield last week in the second half against Cincinnati. It was a pretty good portmanteau. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Don't distract yourself. Maybe they keep a, keep up a little bit of the throw-mentum from last week into this week. Look at their attacking downfield aggressively. Touchdown, Patriots. They're going to get after it and try to make it happen, Captain, today. And then what the They just disappeared for almost three quarters. They had 47 yards offense. Oh, no, excuse me, 50 yards offense on the first drive. They didn't even have 50 yards of offense over, like, the next two quarters. What the hell? I don't want to alarm you and bring something to your attention that I thought you had already accepted. All right, I'm listening. They're not a good offense. They're not. And guess what that may have been? What? Scripted. <laughs> Coach Patricia called a good game. Yeah, yeah. What about Coach Patricia calling a good game today? It's not true. Was the play calling so bad today? Was it so egregious? Was it was it as was it bad good? as we've seen it? Was it good? But did it, at, at any point, how many and times? And I don't just put it all on play calling. No. Mac I missed saw, a bunch of throws. I saw Mac miss a bunch of throws He did again. not play well. They didn't Spoiler alert, he's on a second list. They didn't necessarily get booed off the field at halftime, but there was definitely unrest. Yeah, and there should have been. But they're not a good offense. They're like, Do you expect them to change their stripes this late in the year? What stripes do they have? They're like on their, their decorations on the mm, side. No. Like, oh. Yeah, the only thing that was consistent was that nothing worked. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of the <laughs> what reality. What was the constant in the game? Nothing worked. Perfect. Yeah. And you, you just, there's too many mistakes, too many. Like even Bill feels like he's got caught up in cliches because he talked to, who's the pretty boy that does the sideline? Evan Washburn. Evan Washburn, man. Um, and he said like, Let you us know, on that guy. gotta clean up the uh, penalties. They had two penalties at that point. <laughs> Right. The they had the, now one was big. The the running into which probably should have been roughing the punter. I still haven't seen a good replay, but yeah, he I, definitely hit him pretty hard. I think it's usually, yeah he did. And again, that's a now see right there. There is a that you want to talk about like hey you know like hey Siri show me the 2022 New England Patriots in a nutshell or in a single play. Did your phone wake up? Yes. Oh sorry about that. <laughs> Stop doing that. Well. Okay. All right. Hey telephone. Tell me. T- show me the Patriots in a single play. And you know what they would probably pull up another play like that. You have the Dolphins. I go with the blocked punt. Eh, something When they were looking that. at each other while the guy ran by. Him. So it's fourth and one. Miami gets a delay of game, or Miami gets a false start of their own. They're back up, back up to the fourth and six. Now the punt team comes in. They punt it away. Whoops, no, you ran into the kicker again. You give it back to Miami. Miami converts on fourth and one, which they, didn't, they weren't able to do previously. Now they go for it. Then they drive their way down the field. Touchdown to Tyreek. Now it's 7-7. Self-inflicted wounds. This team continues to be their own worst enemy. They play themselves and their opponent every week. And, you know, it's not a sustainable model of football, Andy. The best this team can finish now is 9-8. and eight. And even if they do beat Buffalo next week, can you say that this season, would because they might make the playoffs, represents a step forward for the franchise? No, not a step forward. I think it it, it creates an interesting narrative, and I've said this a lot, that most affected by a trip to the playoffs to me is Mac Jones. Just like that simple, he's two for two in the NFL. No matter what mm-hmm. the stuff going on around him was, what you think of him, he's two for two in a world where it's Justin Herbert will tell you it's not easy. You can be great and it's not easy. You can have great talent around you, still not easy to go to the playoffs. So I think it would be an interesting um, pelt on his wall or post, you know, a notch in his bedpost, so to speak, of his career. Um, but we're also, like, again, I keep saying this is sort of the most predictable Patriots season ever. We all thought that 
a lot would go wrong with Patricia and the offense. Mm-hmm. And remember, we were all having the debate. A lot of people were like, are they an eight-win team or are they a nine-win team? Vegas had them at eight and a half, right? So that's Ooh, a lot of money can get right? won or lost oh, on next week. Dangling in the breeze. And just like a lot of money actually was won or lost on that unnecessary possession that the Dolphins got where they the Patriots just whatever they did on fourth and four with two and a half minutes left there because I believe the game went off at two and a half points, correct? I think the over under was un, I think the over under was I like it forty was three. But either way it was more two than and two. a half and the over under was forty and a half. So I think uh, if you had Dolphins in the over, congratulations. You got lucky. That's got a, uh, an all-time win. And if you had Patriots in the under, that is right up there with some of the worst local beats in recent memory. 617-779-7937 is the number. We'll get to you, the Foxborough faithful Patriots fans, here on the Six Rings postgame show. When we come back, Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, Kyrie Thompson, Christian Fourier, everyone's in on the Six Rings postgame party here on WEI. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Back to the Six Rings post game show on WEEI. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven is the telephone over here on the Six Rings post game show. On WEI, Patriots defeat the Dolphins today 23-21. to It should not have been that close, but ultimately it was in the end because, you know, Patriots 2022, that's how they do. Although, I would like to point out, new year, same team, same dream, try to win a game, score more points than the other team, and they did just that, Andy. Last year, the Patriots finished 8-10 and on the calendar year in meaningful football games or the ones that count if you want to qualify or phrase it that way they are now undefeated on the season yeah how do you like that on the year year not on the season. see i ramped the whole thing up and i still messed it up they're eight and eight on the year let's go to big popsy on the line kidding <laughs> kidding i'm kidding bill walton will be calling the show later on today i'm here for that exactly let's go to the phones real quick and check in with the fans uh i'm getting text messages from friends all right one down one to go we can do this. This is all like like the diehard, the drunk? loyalist, the Foxborough. Well, one of them runs a very nice brewery, so maybe he's at this point. Uh, and then we got other people like our pal David, who's in the car and would like to talk about the Patriots not having much of a chance. Hi, David. Welcome to the show. Hey, good evening. I thank you for taking the call. So here's, here's my do I want them to tank it out? No, I don't. I want them to go to the playoffs. But this wasn't a pretty win. This wasn't a good win. This was a lovely win. Bill. 
Oh, David, I'm gonna need David. I'll take your call when you. What's call worse, back. the win or your phone? David's. Wow. Hey, listen. Ugly isn't a stat, and stats are for losers. Correct. True. Okay. There is no stat for ugly. There is none. Penalties. Yeah. Five for thirteen on third down. Yeah. Red. Uh, red zone touchdown percentage. Yeah. I guess yeah. there are some. Stats Actually, there for are ugly. several stats for ugly. Turnovers. I apologize. <laughs> I'm gonna. Re- <laughs> I recant. I recant on that statement. Ah, look. I was just gonna take Wayno's call. He was going to get his shot to go off on the Pats and tell us that we should probably rally around the team, though he's frustrated. And then he drops off. All right, I'll go Screw to Screw you, Wayne. Oh, he's back. I'll get him in a second. Sorja in Mansfield. Hello, Sorja. Welcome to the show. Give me a good call. Hey, what's going on, guys? There he is. No. What's up, my guy? Happy New Year to you. Yeah, you as well, guys. Hope you guys had a great night last night. I had a couple brews. But I think at this couple. point, you know what it is? It's like, there were just so many plays, like mind-boggling plays like that, you know, the fourth and sixth penalty with the fourth and one punt, and it's just like they get another chance to go for the fourth and one, um, the third and one play action. I mean, there's just so many mind-boggling plays where you're like, okay, a seven-year-old playing Madden could probably call a better play. But I think at this point you have to be a little bit encouraged with the offense. Obviously, the defense has been top-notch, and I think – Short-term, forget about the offseason at this point. Just do what you can. Do your job. Beat Buffalo. Take the you-know-what whooping in the playoffs, and let's call it a season. You know what I mean? You, some you got to take the good with the good and the bad with the bad. And I think if we can kind of come out of this season saying, hey, you know what, Max, some, there is something with Mac, all right? He's not a Tom Brady. He's not a Mahomes. But if you give him, like, that extra second, he can really make some good throws. And Matt definitely had some throws where you like, okay, that that's, you know, not inaccurate of really inaccurate. But he had some really good dimes today and I think as a Patriots fan, you really have to be encouraged. You can be disappointed, of course, but I think you can be encouraged at the same time as well. You know, and actually Sorja, thank you for the call, my friend. Appreciate that and uh best new year to you possible. That's the Patriots kind of in a nutshell or a rundown and description. Like, one minute there's a lot of positivity and there's a lot to like, and then the next minute they strip it away and they infuriate you to such a degree that it's almost impossible to think of this team making any strides or progress. Did he say be encouraged and disappointed all at the same time? Yes, that's literally this team. Is that is that well, yeah because, yeah because and, and how you, it's very it's a simple Andy like look one minute you see a nice pass from Mac Jones standing in the pocket hanging in there threading the needle to Tyquan Thornton dropping one over his shoulder looking long down the sidelines and then the next minute it's like you know a fumble a fumbled handoff or a pre snap penalty it's like you are you are in one minute encouraged and discouraged by this team yeah but I, to me that's discouraging. I'm not encouraged by week 17 failures and inconsistencies. You get the rookie wide receiver going. That's encouraging. It's discouraging. I think he has some fu- of the worst feet I've ever seen for a receiver. Really? Yeah. And here I was saying, how come they don't go with it? Okay, fine. Hmm. So uh, to me, when you reach the National Football League or any of the major leagues, you're mm-hmm. good. You have a lot of talent. Like, I get really mad when people just say flat out, some guy sucks. He's the greatest that ever came out of his high school, his town. He's good enough to be college. selected in the draft. Yeah, like, He's like all of that. So everybody, consistency is the biggest key at this level, in, in, in any of these levels. The, mm-hmm. the things we talk about, the four mages, it's about consistency. Anybody can hit a ball. Like, Jackie Bradley can be the best hitter you've ever seen for two weeks. And then at the end of the season, he's batting Still batting 180, 186, yeah. Right, you know what I mean? Like, consistency is the key. And this team is consistently maddening. 
They're never consistently good. When was the last time, like you just said, wow, 60 minutes of football, baby, start to finish, red zone, third down, turno, everything. Yeah, the only thing that was consistent was that nothing worked. Exactly. Like, Put that on a shirt. That'll sell at the WEI shop. <laughs> so I, I don't, I'm not encouraged by this game. This, to me, this was not a good Mac game. I would have taken a loss and a good Mac game, some sort of a shootout. Where he went like twenty eight of thirty two. I believe and, I posed said query to you this week on our radio program. Like, would you? Did I answer how would the you, other way? Uh, no, I think you said the same. I'll give you. Yeah. Whew. No, but, we're just making sure. So I'm not. Oh, other than the fact that you extended the season, which I am a believer in that. Extend games, extend seasons, play meaningful football in the final week. That's great. Things could be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. What am I? Oh, you know what I'm encouraged about? Damn it! I just got encouraged. Oh, you did. How about that? Look at the way you just turned that frown upside down. As I said to you, although this is also a little bit frustrating and maddening as well. (laughs) Of course it is, because Patriots. If you could ever get Barmore and Uche and Judon Judon and Wise to play at their, not even say their highest level, but at their, you know, top 30% together, I think they're freaking phenomenal. Because we saw... The reason why everybody thought today Barmore was going to have a year two jump when he had a little uh, boogie in his step as they wait, and then had a little fun, a little waddle there, mocking. Which I hope everybody puts into into that into perspective. Okay, Christian Wilkins early in the game had a sack and did Matt Judon celebration for shame. How dare he? He is not even in his neighborhood. But I love the um, entertainment value of Mm -hmm. it, and for Barmore to come kick ass and then do. Waddle's dance because he probably doesn't know if Christian Wilkins has a dance or what it is because he's you know not a high level. Sack no, but does, isn't he the guy who does like splits? Clemson guy. Isn't oh Clemson yeah, guy? like yeah, he does like so. That's but I don't thing. think he has like a signature. I mean, plus if you're Barmore, you're like yeah, I can't do that. Can't. Yeah, I'm not. I just got back. From I my just got guy. back. I'm yeah, not been gone my for groin. two months. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> by the way, this hour of the Six Rings Post Game Show is brought to you by our friends at Zooty. Build any app your company needs in just one week's time. Visit Zooty. That's z u d y dot com for your free trial. One more call to wrap up hour number one here of the Six Rings Post Game Show. Okay, he's back. Let's use this call as the barometer for the diehard and the Foxborough faithful. Do they truly believe getting into the dance gives you a chance, or are these pats washed? We all have our feelings. Wayno, tell us the truth. What? What's up, brother? What's up, Andy? And what's up? Hey, listen, this is it. If we, and I'm never going to do this, and you're never going to do it, but the one time I'm going to do it is tomorrow night when the Bills play, we want them to win. Because if they win, they win the division. And if they win the division... That means most likely they're not going to put Allen out there in the game. Um, uh, no, it doesn't mean nothing to them if they already win it. You know what I mean? And that could give us the chance to get into the playoffs. Well, now, I know it's a long, I know it's a long one, Fifty. Yeah. Gotta have faith, like today when I said you gotta have faith because that game in the first half was horrible, but they came out in the second half. Max started, you know what I mean, getting a little well enough, and uh, and uh, hey, that kid. Doug, I don't care what anybody says. He is the MVP because this kid always comes up with the plays that we need because we needed those plays today. We needed those. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. 
With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Hour number two of the Six Rings postgame show following a Patriots victory, the first victory of the new year, a victory in their last home game of the 2022 season. Mm -hmm. Patriots advance to 8-8. Eight and eight. They are a 500 football team Woo! with one game left and a chance to win and get in, Andy. It's as simple as a win in Buffalo. You all right over there? Jeez. He's bubbling over with burpy excitement. Yes, uh, the the excitement is bubbling up and over. Uh, it's the, a little bit of the leftover Prosecco. Yeah. Look at you. But Prosecco is just like, champagne is expensive, you know, carbonated white wine. Yeah. Prosecco is usually inexpensive. So is Miller Lite. <laughs> okay, you know what they say. Miller Lite is the Prosecco of canned American discount. But the reality is Patriots are 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, I do feel like yes. there is a resignation or a... That's what it is. It's Pat's resignation. Not Pat's nation. Yeah. Pat's resignation. But I do. I did TV with Tom Curran this week, and he was Ooh. talking about Whew, taking the, the clock back 20 years and trying to remember as a reporter, but also as a fan, mm -hmm. what it meant to be in the final week with a chance to go to the playoffs or what it meant to play a wild card game, even if it was on the road and it was unlikely to be victorious. Mm -hmm. Like, it mattered. You know, we were joking. In the old days, hat and T-shirt games, people went and got the hat and T-shirt because it was special. You weren't sure when it would happen again. You didn't presume you were going to have three, four, five hat and T-shirt games over the course of a division title. Oh, AFC championship game, Super Bowl rep, Super Bowl win, right? You didn't presume they were coming. You enjoyed the moment for the moment. And I think we've lost that. Over 20 years of oh, entitlement. Oh, for sure. The entitled. That's why and I it's call it entitled town. It's understandable. Yeah. But how do we remind people that all good things came to an end for the, the Bulls, for example? Or the whatever. Roman like, Empire. You could be the Red Sox. You could be in last place and it just sucks and it's meaningless. No, no. You're the Patriots who are 8-8, eight and eight, below your standards. But you know what standards it's up to? the National Football League playoff standards because if I click on the website that has the current playoff standings... Okay, let's go full Kornacki. Here we go. Break it down for me. The one seed is Kansas City. The two seed is Buffalo. The three seed is Cincinnati. It's okay that you don't think you're in their class because guess what? You're not. The four seed is Jacksonville. The five seed is Baltimore. The six seed is the L.A. Chargers. And the seven seed is some scrappy little team out of New England called oh, the Patriots. Look playoffs? At Playoffs. I would also like to point this out. You got a puncher's chance, baby. I just want to like maybe go down this sort of conspiracy theory road. We'll see. Maybe <laughs> if there's anything. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> he went full Wayne's World yeah, on me there. I wasn't got? expecting that. What do you got for conspiracy? The other theory? day I used the Stacy's gun rack line, but you didn't even understand that one. Oh, thank you. We go for X Files. Okay. Tweet it out, but one hour ago what from at SNF on NBC Sunday Night Football's Twitter account. 
The Patriots pick up a must-win game to keep their playoff hopes alive. They'd clinch a spot by beating Buffalo next week. Andy Hart, mm. do you think there's... They didn't tweet out about every other game. Do you think there's any chance the Sniff Crew is considering a flex back in of Patriots Buffalo on Sunday Night Football? I don't. Okay, but I'd like <laughs> to right, lo- great segment. I'd like to look at the full <laughs> schedule and uh, our crack internet or computer here. The little thing's just spinning where I clicked on the schedule part of this. How that works? Hold tight. Let me. Uh... Let me just see. Hold on one second here. I'm looking at the week 18. Because of course, all times are TBD for next week. The NFL has purposefully not announced a start time for any game next week because they want to try to find a way to have games that have competitive variables or head-to-head matchups that mean something go off around the same time so that you're like, oh, here we go, and Philadelphia is doing this, and this team's doing that, and wow, you got to watch all the games. Games that could possibly be flexed in next week would include Ravens-Bengals because it could maybe sort of kind of be for the AFC North, depending on how tomorrow night goes and how tonight goes. You could also have Patriots-Bills. Okay. You could also have Lions-Packers-Packers because the Packers, well, that could almost sort of be a play-in for the Packers. They could get the seventh seed. There's playoff ramifications. Some thought it could be Cowboys-Commanders. Nope, the Commanders absolutely stink out loud right now. That's not going to happen. The Buccaneers have clinched the NFC South today with a win over the Panthers. Maybe it could be Jets-Dolphins as well. That's about it. Or or one other option. So we'll we'll put a little Twitter poll together for this. Okay. Titans-Jaguars, because that officially is for the AFC South. Win, and you're in. Win, and lose, and relegation. All right. On the line is our favorite caller here on the Six Rings postgame show. Do I have to pay any rights and residuals fees for doing that terrible version of the Sunday Night Football theme? No. Okay, just checking. No Thank one you could tell much. what it was. Did you check with legal? Okay. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we had um, we had all the different apps and the bots checking everything and like, nope, can't figure out what that song was. It was terrible. Uh, our favorite caller is on the line. Here's my fear. If I take Keith in the car right now, Mac Jones will take the podium and interrupt Keith. Do I take Keith? Yes. All right. Because that means Mac Jones will end up coming up, and yes. we can always have Keith call back. Our favorite caller, Stinky Keith, here on the line on the Six Rings Post Game Show. Hi, Keith. Boys, how, boys, how are we doing? I'm going to be quick because I don't want Mac to cut me off. <laughs> I hate waiting on hold. Guys, I got to tell you this. The path is alive. Somehow, some way, it's alive. We go to Buffalo, we win. We go back to Buffalo, we win. <laughs> then we go to Kansas City. We've been there before. We win the Narrowhead. And then we go to Cincinnati, and we beat the Bengals, and we face Tom in the Super Bowl, and we stomp on him. Tell me it's not alive, boys. It's alive. Keith, I want to go to Narrowhead. I want to go to all those stadiums that you just listed off. Wait, Stinky Keith, he's the guy who always tells us the Patriots stink, and now all of a sudden a two-point win at home over Teddy Thompson or Skyler Bridgewater, whatever you want to call the two-headed mediocre quarterback attack of the Dolphins, has people like Stinky Keith literally believing that the path is alive. It is a new year. Listen to the hope and joy ringing down from high upon the top of Patriots Nation, Mount Andy. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Must be some kind of way out of here. Yep, it's by car at 725 when we finish up the Six Rings postgame show and I drive home and watch a little Steelers-Ravens and enjoy a tasty supper and a nice cold beverage. That's when we'll throw it to. Yeah, once again, I like the word supper. At this point, I like using supper. I have supper, you have dinner. I it's have a late supper, supper you... too. It is going to be a late supper. And not much I can do about it. I'm on the radio with you bringing the fans the... Perspective, analysis, insight, and more that they want, need, and deserve at this point here on the Six Rings postgame show. That is borrowed guests from our Best Yet brand studio. And, of course, this hour we are brought to you by our friends at Zooty. Build any app your company needs in just a week. Visit Zooty. That's Z-U-D-Y dot com for your free trial. Back to the phones we go. Andy, our pal Joe is in the car. He wants to talk about today's – oh, I love this feature when the fans give us the LVP and the MVP of the game. Hi, Joe. Hey, boys. Happy New Year. How's it going? To you as well, Great. my guy. All right. I got my MVPs. First, I got Farmore and Duggar. Great to see them show up today. And then on my LVPs, I got my guy Keith giving us hope, telling us there's a path forward. This team stinks. <laughs> now we got other callers using caller, other callers' stick. I like it. Caller-on-caller crime is my kind of crime. We're resonating, Andy. That's right. Damn so now right. Joe in the car hears Keith have a uh, a babyface turn, if you will, going from Pat's fan heel to Pat's fan babyface, saying now there's a chance and there's optimism. And Joe in the car says Keith, a stinky Keith as we like to call him, a regular here on the Six Rings postgame show, Keith now showing promise and hope for the team stinks, according to Joe. LVP of the day. That's, he, that's rough. He got a little out ahead. I mean, he had the Patriots versus Brady in the Super Bowl. I, in, well, listen, number one, there has never been a Super Bowl in Glendale that didn't involve Tom Brady or the Patriots. So it would only be fitting if Brady plays the Patriots in Glendale, Arizona in Super Bowl 57. Don't you agree? Number two, mm-hmm. Patriots haven't beaten a good quarterback this year. And to do so Why under start now? Keith's uh, pla- plan and path it involved beating Josh Allen twice, Patrick Mahomes once, and you bought into it. And other people bought in. No, people didn't really buy into it. Let's be honest. Okay. What's best case scenario? Can we put real realistic glasses on? Okay. The like, let's say everything falls in line. They play their absolute best football with this level of talent and their ability to execute both 
the occasionally bright spot type of play, and then the of regularly course, uh, infuriating, idiotic. terrible, idiotic pre-snap and or just you know running into coverage, uh, running into each other type of play. Best case scenario, somehow next week they win, and maybe they win Super Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. That's the bet. Like you making it to the divisional round to me would be the equivalent of this team winning their quote unquote Super Bowl. I can talk myself into you beat the Bills. I can. Mm-hmm. Like, a couple sure. bounces go your way. Defensive plays are made. Josh Allen and the Bills are a little weird. Maybe they're not playing their best football. Maybe they're not totally fully invested. Whatever. So then you get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can sell myself you win that game. On the road, in the playoffs, super wild card weekend. That really, because, again, do you beat starting quarterbacks? Do you beat actual starting quarterbacks? Do you now? Well, do you? I mean, it depends on how good your starting quarterback is. today you were on the ropes is. against a third string. Hell no. They, Hell d- no. they did make it interesting. Again, you pointed Skyler out. Skyler freaking solid Thompson. Solid point by you. I do not praise or compliment you often, but when Never. I do, you it best hurts. pay attention. What's that? It hurts that you don't. Oh, please. At least I don't call you names. I don't swear in your general direction. When do I don't do that on the air. <laughs> but the abuse that I have to take on a regular basis around here. Well, you deserve it. I feel that way. Yeah, okay. Yes, I mean, again, you can only you know, you play who is on the schedule. You have to deal with whoever comes to town. Oh no, they played actual starting quarterbacks. They just didn't beat any of them. Which is the game? Let me ask you this before we go back to the phones. Which is the game at yeah. eight and eight? Let's say they. Okay, so just to remind everybody, we've gotten a number of text messages about it. I would like to remind everyone: yes, the Patriots can still make the playoffs. Yes, I don't know how you would feel about it. Oh, Wait, and you're in next week. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, no. If they, well, McCourty I mean, and Slater are playing out their careers. Give them another game. Is there any chance either of them scores a touchdown next week? Because we may need one of those. Well, since McCourty's Bill Belichick's taking pot shots at, at McCourty for dropping the interception. I know. I feel but like that, was a, that was a love tap, if anything else, in his postgame presser today. Um, and we'll get back to Bill's presser in just a couple of minutes. Um, there are one or two things that uh, stuck out there for sure. But, Okay. Yeah, you, you know, they can't beat good quarterbacks. I get it. They haven't beat any good quarterbacks this year. We all understand that, Andy. Yeah, they've beaten a bunch of backups. They've beaten journeymen. They've beaten substitutes today. They beat, a, they beat a two and a three. So they beat a 2.5 today. Yeah. You, you know, How you, many 2.5s are there in the playoffs? Not a bunch. Well, not many. Well, I mean, there might be. Uh, Titans could have a bad quarterback in the playoffs. Uh, I think I, I feel pretty good about Jacksonville winning that game. Offering up the I, there's a possibility, yes. And I maybe know. two is done. There's also the chance to is uh, the Dolphins oh, to, to and the make Patriots the playoffs once again. You beat Buffalo, you're in. Period. End of story. That's that, and we'll see you on Super Wild Card Weekend. Patriots lose next week. Should the Jets lose? And I believe at last check, the Jetropolitans were trailing the Seahawks of Seattle, seventeen to six at halftime. Okay, that's on script. But then next week, the Jets would have to go to Miami and win, and they win. And the Steelers lose one of these next two games, the Patriots would still make it as the number seven seed at eight and nine. Okay. Get fired up. Let's eight go. Nine Patriots head to Cincinnati to take they on would be Joe the seventh seed and they would take on the two seed. They would likely be going to Kansas City. Oh, I feel good about that. Oh yeah. I'll tell you Kansas City went tooth and nail today with Denver. Twenty seven twenty four final. Kansas City plays with mice they, like a cat. But why are they playing to the level of their opponents this year? It's they, happening this year. It's happening more. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They've been doing this for two plus years. It's what they do. I don't know Last if it's two seasons. Okay, yeah, that's right. Mahomes Last. gets disinterested or whatever, but the reality is they that. can. A lot of theories on him getting disinterested and just sort of like, I'll save it for the playoffs. 
Well, and it's also that that right there is the reason he'll never be Tom Brady. Those early comparisons of goatness and chasing titles. Brady and how many never did that. No. Nope. He got disinterested in his family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take a lap while I take this call. Is Corey's in true? the car. He wants to talk. Ah, oh, come on, Corey. Hey, guys, just want to say New Year, same poop special teams. Fourth and <laughs> sixth, and we run into the kicker, and we blow it. Polardi with some poopy punts. Yep. Only silver lining was Nick Falk picking up the picking up the slack and kicking off on the kickoffs. Really adding the responsibility. All I have to say is I'm Team Keith. I don't know what G's talk, Joe's talking about. There is a path. Hashtag this team's poop. Wait, Wait there's a path, but hashtag. Poop? I, but they're going to the everybody all over the place. Yeah, I'm so confused. Team, we have so many drops to add to the Six Rings post game show folder. That's uh, the proverbial online folder, if you will, folks. And when um, we say drop, those are audio cues that we then like bring up later and play in the show. That sort of like sneak up and in the middle of a conversation. Hashtag, this team's poop. Now, there are you you, right there. <laughs> you filing those away for next year because we only have one more post game show? Oh, that's it. Andy Hart made oh, no, his prediction. Oh no, he did. Hashtag, I cannot wait till you're wrong, you big jerk. Well, I was wrong this week. That's I picked long. the Dolphins. Yeah, so I can't wait till the. I should have said I can't I wait thought till Mike you're McDaniel wrong. can coach. Again. I've learned my lesson. I now put him with what's his name in in Cleveland. I've, Overrated offensive dinks. Wow, that's an interesting category. Dinks, by the way, that was an. Uh, and I heard that. Okay. Heard it. I just want to qualify that was dub uh, D I N K S yes. from Andy Hart. Dinks as well. That's acceptable. I would like to correct something. Wayno, uh, one of our regular callers from South, he said earlier the Patriots if. Buffalo wins tonight. They do not necessarily wrap up the one seed because Kansas City won today. Correct. Buffalo does need to win next week to secure the one seed if they are able to defeat the Cincinnati Benz gals tomorrow night on Monday Night Football. If they lose, then they need Kansas City to lose next week. Otherwise, the Chefs pretty much have the one seed. Either way, the play the Bills are playing up. next week. Either way, the Bills will be playing the New England Patriots to beat them next week. You will not be getting backups and half efforts. Not often do we have callers in the car who are named after a car. Tucker, hello. How are you, friend? Good. How are you? So you're saying that the Bills have to play next week, but what if the Bills and Patriots are Sunday night football, right? Yep. And the Chiefs play, say, what are they, 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock? We don't, we don't know yet. All the games are TBD in terms of start right. time next week, my guy. Okay, so Chiefs are before the Bills and Patriots. If the Chiefs lose, right, to the Raiders, which I don't know, who knows. But if if that happens at that point, then the Bills would have the one seed locked up, and maybe they don't have to play. Which is why the TV execs, in my in my guessing opinion here, are mm-hmm. going to put Titans-Jags as Sunday night football because bet. it's irrelevant what everybody else does. Those two teams are yeah. going to claw it out, and you're not screwing anybody. They have tried to avoid... This idea that somebody learns from another game what their spot is and then alters the way they do it. So my guess is you're going to watch Titans-Jags next Sunday night so that they avoid that situation you're describing. All right, Tucker, thanks very much for the call, my man. That was such a strong take by me, it actually, like, blew up his cell phone. He's just like, I got got nothing (laughs) on. At least music didn't start playing, like, at the end of your interview with Mike Giardi Friday. Yeah, that was unfortunate. That was interesting. It was actually even funnier when I went back and listened to the Six Rings and Football Things podcast, which you should subscribe to, share with your friends, rate, review, and all that jazz, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, and so much more. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Fitzy and Hart here with you on the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEI. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. What was the thought process to to not kick? Uh, I think it would have been thought process to try to pick up the first down. And was a that long kick? How about the play? Like, what was that the play that you wanted there? Was it the play we wanted? Yeah, we called the play. A sneaky, awkward exchange between the great and lovable Mike Reese and Patriots coach Bill Belichick today in Bill's postgame presser following the 23-21 defeat of the Miami Dolphins at Gillette Stadium. It's Fitzy and Hart here on the Six Rings postgame show. (laughs) My headphone jack once again is playing tricks on me. We'll see if we can get engineering to come down. Wait a Who? second. They are, have not been here in days. Those men. I have. can confirm that since I've been uh, <laughs> here every day that they have not been here. Oh, I, I had one day off. I know. I, I know the mantra. No days off. You can go ahead. I live Bob. up to it. Bill fraud, said it fraud, to me squad, and I took it Fraud squad. I know. I know. I took a day off. For shame. Watched some great college football yesterday, by the way. day off, and I actually had a double work day. I believe working with Curtis counts as a double. Uh, it does. Actually, you you did you put in for hazard pay? I should. You it's should. Like, it's like going to Mexico City. Okay. Um, you you we, get hazard uh, pay there. Oh, you oh you do? Oh, yeah. Really? In addition Between to like pretty... the violence and the safety and the bad air? Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So the next time the Patriots play in Mexico City, you're saying I should put in for a trip? <laughs> get a little something. <laughs> Oh, it is high, too. Like, that stadium, which was rattled by yeah. earthquake once, is like a mile and a half high, Do right? Do you remember Bill ripping Stadio the Stadio Azteca. Yeah, Azteca. With that great photo of Tom Brady walking down the is stairs. like, like 10,000 feet? Tom Brady. They had guarded military escorts everywhere. Yeah, that's not good. No. Not good. No. Not a good thing. That exchange was interesting because I feel like Mike Reese wanted to really get under, like, get at Bill with, like, hey, Bill, could you just explain to all of us what was supposed to happen there? Yeah, that's. I think that was the question. Like, you it know, didn't come out right. Hey, he didn't uh, ask what he one wanted. One more to ask. question. We'll throw it to Andy Hart of WEIFM. Andy, uh, Bill, what was supposed to happen when you decided not to kick the field goal and instead go for it, and it ended up with an awkward uh, rollout from Mac as he got sacked? Well, we're 
supposed to get the first down. That was the play. Mistakes were made on the play, Andy. Because <laughs> there were definitely mistakes that were made on that play. Yeah, the goal wasn't to have him when you just get his lunch eat. But I mean, to say, tackle. is that the play you wanted? I mean, what, I guess what, in this year. The play we wanted. Yeah, see we the, called the play. He didn't see the play. How do you know what play we wanted? I, I'm the only one who knows what play we wanted. We called the play. I that guess in play. this year with how dysfunctional the offense has been, that's probably a fair question. Did you know the wrong play get called there? But the, the reality is Mac what we're through for 203 yards today. What do you mean? We're, we're going to start saying that as like it's a positive. Even he said he stunk in the middle of the game. He didn't say as much. Yes, he did. No, mm-hmm. Mac. Oh, Mac said he didn't play his best. Yeah. He didn't say stink, did he? That's how I took it. I interpret things. They go in through my, they go into my brain, and then they come out my mouth oh, a different way. Terrifying. Hashtag just keeps boop. Yeah, it's like the quantum realm. You don't know if you're gonna make it out alive. So okay, let's um, let's let's. So we talked about last segment the idea like best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario to me is the Patriots beat Buffalo next week and then somehow steal a dub wild card weekend, make sneaky touchdowns, and hey, we all end up feeling better. Like hey, look, they took a step forward. They actually won a playoff game. They found their best football at the very end of the season. Lucky I struggle them. with the win a playoff game thing, unless it's dramatic. Joe Burrow gets hurt, Patrick Mahomes gets, and you're facing another backup. I struggle to envision you beat a team as the seven seed, whoever the team is, because it's the threefer, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way it threefer. You're facing either Burrow, Mahomes, or Allen. Pretty much. Yeah, you're not going to be the five seed, so you're not going to face Lawrence. And by the way, I almost would feel better at this point now about taking my chances with. Kansas City, just because Kansas City's weaponry, if you will, at times is a little lackluster. I know Mahomes is arguably the best player in the NFL, but the way Jacksonville's playing football right now, I don't know if I'd feel as good about them just at like Trevor Lawrence just damn near playing perfect football these days. And I think even Patriots said it, fans were pretty honest about the comeback against the Bengals, that it involved the Bengals contribute going to sleep i think yeah. mike giardi said as much on the air with us this week i think pretty much everybody who watched that game and either had to process it try to enjoy it report on it analyze it said the same thing yeah so of those three you envision them winning a playoff game i said best case scenario okay so you think can they- i envision it yes is it difficult do i have to almost like give myself a fire starter nosebleed doing so yes is it at joe burrow at josh allen or at patrick mahomes which one do you envision which one would I give the Patriots the best chance winning said sneaky playoff game at Patrick Mahomes? Really? Yeah. Arrowhead Stadium. I've, yes. The Patriots are going to go into Arrowhead Stadium. We're going to watch Matt Patricia and Mac Jones shoot out a win with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. In a wild... Well, when you say it like that, Andy, it seems wildest, like an uphill battle. <laughs> well, wait, when did I decide to just turn into a, a, a we might? So you envision that? I can. I said I have to, like, really focus hard, and I can maybe see Pooping? it, but it's very cloudy vision. <laughs> I'm just focusing. It's, I'm hyper-focusing. I cannot I'm trying envision to, Well, first of all, I cannot envision this also them involves them Kansas beating City. Buffalo next week. Yeah, that's tough to envision. Or, anyway. or, not necessarily. Once again, gentle reminder, if the Steelers lose one of two, the Jets lose today, but yet somehow are able to beat the Dolphins next week. The Patriots are in no matter what. By the way, we will discuss when we come back in just a few minutes – what a freaking barn burner. What a scorcher is going on in Vegas right now. Purdy versus Stiddy is turning into the game of the year. Yeah, I'd feel better about the Patriots' chances if they had a high-powered quarterback that could put up points like that guy the Vegas Raiders got, that Stidham guy. Insert Bob Lobel Jarrett, voice. Jarrett, if I, I want Steiny. Give me Steiny. No one can spin it like Steiny. 
You know who doesn't love Derek Carr anymore? And it's not Josh McDaniels. I think it might be Devontae Adams who just was like, hey, this Stidham guy's pretty good. Wait a second. I'm having my best day as a receiver in a Raiders uniform, and Jarrett Steinem is throwing me the football. Steady. Adams is four targets, four catches, 96 yards, two touchdowns. Would he like to explain that to the fantasy team of mine that he ruined earlier this season? Why doesn't Belichick put Stidham in the game? That's a great question. Great question, Wiggy. Actually, he chose not now to. I would like to. Now when I see Stidham doing this with McDaniel's, who I mean, like he's and the thing is, he's making these throws on the run right now. He I, can throw. I know. Do you remember hearing guys like James White arm say, talent? The word, the phrase, arm talent. Spin it. He can spin it like no one's ever seen, and yet. Bill Belichick didn't want to see it. Why was Cam Newton our quarterback then? The final two to three games of the year, once the Patriots were eliminated sure and the path to the playoffs closed, why was Cam Newton the quarterback when, obviously, Stidham could spin it? Because Bill owed it to him. Oh, please. Was that in the best interest of the football team? I think that phrase has been retired. No, it hasn't. Uh, I think it has. It is still it is still lobbied. It doesn't carry around, the same weight anymore, about, Well, that's the thing. It's not retired. I don't believe it. it. I never believed weight. it then, but you people used to. What, again with the you people. If we had a you people jar, you would have to put a quarter in every time. I would be able to get a really good meatball parm sandwich at the end of the show. And the flip side would be if you put in a quarter every time you were proven a fraud, I would have a new house. You would absolutely a new house, a new house of cards. No, new house of gilded pleasure. Hardly. Hardly the case at all. Checking the social medias right now, of course, at WEEI, at FitzyGFY, and at Jumbo Heart. I asked people online. If the Patriots winning today and having a chance next week gives them any more hope for the playoffs and victory, pretty much everyone, let's see. Um, Said no. Uh, at KB1883, no, they barely beat Miami. At El Chico Cabra, 0.0% uh, chance. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, at TMAR528, I think they have a real chance if our defense also plays offense. Like, you're right. It is. It's not Pat's nation. It's Pat's resignation. Yes. No, the, the, there is no... I'm looking for a legitimate, uh, optimistic argument. Not like fun, I've had a few beers, and I'm just going to play the character. Does anybody feel better about the Patriots' chances today, even though you took a step closer? Because I'm with Mac Jones. You had a must-win game, and you went out and won it. That's the NFL. Like, we gave ourselves a chance. Week 18 matters. All of those things are true. But does anybody actually feel better? You took a step closer, but it's like no one no one acknowledges it. No one gives you credit for what you did today. And I find that really interesting, alarming. I'm not even sure how I feel about that fact. Am I proud of fans for their resignation? Like, is the objective Andy media member who's been, you know, making fun of your people and you for uh, years just realize a uh, 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 terrible terrible am i proud down. of the objectivity being shown by patriot nation Are you? or am i disappointed that we're in their off lack our spot of faith? that we're yeah. not on the wall where's jerry thornton when i need him is he still on the wall or did he take a dive too i don't know I think he's you guys trying. Aren't close anymore. Of course we are. Do you have a parting of ways? No, never. We oh. talk on the regular, but I just don't know where Jerry is necessarily because this season has toyed and played with a lot of people's emotions. But isn't faith supposed to it, be everything? Everything. Every bold and move beyond? in this life begins with a leap of faith. Yes. Yeah. But we've done that one and a million times, and I think the way things have gone the last couple of years, especially this year, has shaken the Foxborough faith and a lot of the most die hardest, if you will. So I am accurate to put Foxborough faithful in quotes. At there are Joe, no at Joey Kanish, no. At Big Daddy Curtis, no. Uh, at Growman, 
The Bills play like they're John Wick and we killed their dog every time we play them. I can't imagine beating them right now, though I hope I'm a freezing cold takeaway. So there's from now. no one that believes. There's really not anyone that believes. That's alarming. This has been a, I'm, But I'm also I'm proud. I'm a little proud. Six one seven 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 nine. I've broken Patriot Nation. Oh, don't you? No, I dare haven't take actually. I could not no. take credit. No, that's Matt Patricia, Bill Belichick, and company that broke them. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the telephone number. Moving into hour number three of the Six Rings post game show here on WEI. Don't you go anywhere. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Stidham floats it. Back corner for Adams. He pulls it in and gets his feet in. Touchdown, Las Vegas. Check the feet, coach. Talk to me. Just a four-man rush. Stidham steps away from Bosa. Looking, looking, buying time, throws it late, he's got Adams open, Devontae Adams chugging into the end zone for the touchdown. Oh, if this thing stands. There is a flag down just near midfield, it's a 60-yard touchdown if it stands. Talk about that tattoo from New Year's Eve. I mean, Hufanga waited till New Year's Day to tattoo Stidham. Highlights from the San Francisco 49ers-Las Vegas Raiders game currently taking place at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The Raiders 24-49ers 21, one hell of a football game taking place out there. And, of course, in the best Bob Lowell voice possible. Hey, how come we can't get guys like that? Jarrett Stidham, Steiny, if you will, spinning it out there today. Looking great with Josh McDaniels. Devontae Adams having his best day as a Raider under Jarrett Stidham. Does this surprise you in the least? Not really. I think Jared Stidham has some talent, and he has some talent to work with. That's the one thing. Like, everybody's having fun. Um, some of my followers, you know, talking about, you know, why didn't we just play Stidham in that Cam Newton year and see what we got and blah, 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 and not pay Tooney, not waste money, different things, blah, 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 mixed mm -hmm. messages. Now, that was the plan, wasn't it, in June or June? Jared like Stidham is throwing to Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and handing off to Josh Jacobs and Hunter Ren. You know what I mean? Mm, like, good point. that team stunk. The Patriots team stunk. Wasn't great. Right. So I don't think he, just like I think Brady would have struggled with that team and not been as good as he was in Tampa, Jared Stidham. And I'm also oh, not saying. for the saying, love of it all. No, Tampa was loaded. No, that's my point. Everybody yeah. said, well, why'd you let Brady go? Because he and Bill could have sucked together here in New England for another year. That like, And so Stidham is in a good spot right now with his guy. I firmly now believe that Josh McDaniels was always the proponent of Stidham. Trading for him, you know, my guess is Drafting Diana Rossini getting the they love Jarrett Stidham. Mm. I think Josh McDaniels loved Jarrett Stidham, and that would be my guess there, and you're seeing that come to fruition. Now, I don't know where this goes. Do we think that there's a shot Jarrett Stidham has a long-term career with the Raiders, or is 
or is Josh going to go in a different direction at the end of the year and he's just filling in no matter what? Let's say Steiny continues to spin it the way he has in the first half, actually pulls out the dub against a San Francisco 49ers team that's trying to win the game. One game. And then they win next week as well. That's two games. Okay. You is that, bank is that your enough? future on that? Or do you go spend, do you draft another guy? Do you spend $30 million? Or do they become the Braders and Tom Brady comes and to the town? Patriots. And then Stidham is like, for real? You know, there was Again? some silly talk this week. The Patriots would trade Mac Jones for Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Could the Patriots trade Mac Jones for don't, Jared don't. Okay. Stidham? I would say, wow, and you even went into Vince McMahon voice yeah, for that I terrible did. take. Well, Un- I figure if it's a terrible real. take, i got to sell you it got, like yeah, it's you wrestling. Got, you're fired. <laughs> exactly. Over the top. The best way to not have to listen to terrible takes like that is to welcome on an informed Patriots voice of high repute and quality opinion. Joining us right now on the Harbor One Hotline, our pal who filled in all week long with Christian Arcan on the afternoon program, Patriots beat writer from WEI.com, Kyrie Thompson. Kyrie, hello. Happy New Year. Give me your biggest takeaway from today's Patriots two-point victory over the Finns in Foxborough. Kyle Duggar is awesome. That's my biggest (laughs) takeaway. And the rest of the team thinks he's awesome, too. I mean, look, third defensive touchdown of the year. Third time, really, in four weeks he's had a game-changing play. There was the fumble he forced on uh, DeAndre Hopkins back against the Cardinals. There was the pick six he had against the Raiders, and now this one. And just the, the skill, the athleticism, all of it. I mean, the guy has, we've been talking about a lot about Marcus Jones being the best player on the Patriots right now because of everything he does on offense, defense, special teams. Kyle Duggar is quietly in that conversation with what he's been doing of late. Absolutely. Absolutely coming into his own. And I think we all thought this might be a possibility as he's evolved, but it is nice to see it come to fruition and something you can look long-term and say that's a part of this team. The flip side I want to go to, and I hate doing this. I hate diminishing wins in any way. But Mike, so you're going to do it anyway. A little bit. Mike McDaniel <laughs> is supposed to be whatever he's supposed to be, a guru, a genius, an offensive expert. Why did he run the ball 19 times for three yards per carry in the first half against a defense that was without its top one, two, three cornerbacks and fielding practice squatters? Because I think that's endemic to what he is. He comes from that 49er system. And we think about them as like, oh, yeah, bumper rails for quarterbacks and look at what they do with Brock Purdy and you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, blah, blah, blah. And we think about it in terms of quarterbacks. But really, at, the, at their core, they love running the football. That's what, that's what they do down there. And he likes running the football, too, even though he's got an incredibly explosive offense. He, he, I mean, ex, you know, explosive receivers, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill. They also love Raheem Mostert, trying to get him the ball because he's explosive, too. I think that's just kind of what they are. They, they perhaps are a little bit more of the establish the run thing than, than I think we want to give them credit for. And I think that arguably they stuck with it more than they should have. And some of it might have been like, hey, look, we, we're playing with the backup quarterback. It's not that Teddy Bridgewater is bad. Obviously, he had the pick six. But it's not, it's not like he was absolutely abjectly horrible in this game. But I think there was this element of, hey, look, if we can make it easier on him, by running the football, let's go ahead and do that. Conversely, the Patriots did a very good job of stopping the run and yep. making it so they did have to throw the football, making them a little bit more one-dimensional, and when they needed to get Bridgewater, they got him. Kyrie Thompson from WEI.com joins us on the Harbor One Hotline here on the Six Rings postgame show. Kyrie, 
if you had to grade Mac for today, we were looking for the appropriate adjective to describe Mac's effort today and or a grade, uh, having been down there, working through the locker room, analyzing the stats, what would you say? Well, to use his own words, he didn't play very well in the middle part of that game. I think that when, when you look at the end of it, even with the two touchdowns, it's probably a C. He wasn't as accurate as I'm sure he wanted to be. Like Some of the balls he was throwing just didn't look very good. And I got, mm-hmm. I got torn up on Twitter for suggesting that you know, Hunter Henry should have caught that one ball along the sidelines. He should have. But, I mean, that wasn't a great throw for Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. There, there are a couple where the chemistry wasn't quite right between him and Jacoby Myers and some of the other guys where Mac is throwing the ball to where he thinks the receipt, where he wants the receivers to be, not where they actually were. And so it, it, it was not all very sharp. And I'm, as somebody who thinks that there's a lot of bad stuff going on around Mac Jones and that sometimes he's played fine in spite of it, it was not one of his finest performances. But here's what I'll say. Obviously, they connected on some explosive plays. He made some big throws when they needed to be made. And then the two red zone drives that they had where they converted. I mean, think about how many times we have been begging for this team to score red zone touchdowns, and they did it. Especially, and they did it to, to really seal the game at that point. That put them up two scores, put them in position to win. I mean, when, when you think about it that way, it's kind of like what more could you ask for? It, it doesn't always have to be perfect. But it does need to get done in crunch time. And Mac Jones did that at the very least. So C, you know, C plus, somewhere around there. Tyquan Thornton made some big plays today. I also thought he showed um, continued need for evolution, I guess I'll say. I'm still a little questionable about his footwork. He's still at – one of our producers said he looks like a baby giraffe at times, and I think that's actually accurate. There's a lot of length to his legs, and I think sometimes the feet are in places where he doesn't necessarily want them. Are you feeling good about the evolution of Tyquan Thornton coming off this performance? I mean, I think that in a way, yeah, because the production was there. I still think, right, they're trying to use him on a lot of these deep routes, trying to hit him on the go balls. But I feel like the separation off the line of scrimmage does need to get better. I mean, you mentioned it, right? He's, what, 6'2", 6'3", he's kind of lanky. And he's got good – I mean, he's got quick feet. He gets up to acceleration quickly in particular. But I think that, as you said, the technique about where his feet should be yep. and how to get off some of those jams, that needs work. And obviously, he, he talked about this after the game. He was feeling a little bit sore about that drop he had last week and wanted to redeem himself a little bit and felt like he did that today. Look, he led the Patriots in receiving with 60 yards, which, I mean, you know, you'd like a, you know, maybe a bigger game from your uh, leading receiver, but two chunk plays and then the touchdown. I mean, that's the first touchdown that Mac Jones and Type 1 Florida hooked up on. The other one was with Bailey Zapp. So it's absolutely progress. And especially when you look at some of the ups and downs he's had over the past couple of weeks where he's kind of been invisible in, in a lot of ways. Or he's being visible for bad things like, you know, not picking up a first down when he should or dropping a pass. So, yeah, I think that you have to say this is a good week for him. Still a ton of work for him to do. And he would be the first one to tell you that. Yeah, I just checked uh, on a little cursory check of Twitter there while you were speaking, Kyrie. Um Field Yates tweeted out three hours ago, a complete list of players with three defensive touchdowns scored this season. One, Patriot safety Kyle Duggar. That's it. As, as much like you said, as much bluster, that hype, is- and hoopla as there's been for Marcus Jones. Kyle Duggar 
is sneakily having a Pro Bowl caliber season and turning into the complete overall defensive force that we've needed to see him turn into. And he needs to because the Patriots will likely be without in the future Devin McCourty as he likely played his last game in Foxborough today, as may have been the case also for Matthew Slater. Did you hear? I know Bill Belichick spoke at length at the end of his availability today, Kyrie, about the two of them and how much they about how about how much they mean. Did you hear any other Patriots players in the locker room around the team today offering words about these two legends? Well, I mean, Duggar himself talked about it and just the fact that what what it's been like to learn from him and see how or learn from Devin McCourty in particular, see how he goes about his business. Matthew Judon talked about the fact that like, hey, look, when I came here, it's like he's the guy wearing the dot, the green dot. He's the guy communicating. They're him and Matthew Slater are the ones that talk pregame and everybody listens. Like they know the leadership that, that they have in those guys and what's going to be missing. And I was I was in the you know, I was at, I was in the podium room when Devin McCourty dropped that line about, hey, you know, especially like it just, that drop pick would have been all I would have been thinking about, especially if, uh, you know, it had been my last game at Gillette Stadium and I knew we weren't going to the playoffs. And I felt that through the room, really, that he said it. He spoke it aloud. And obviously Matthew Slater was holding court at his locker the whole time and, and, and having those discussions as well. He's been honest about it. I think it was really the first time, because even before the season, he didn't really say that. It was kind of like, oh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But I feel like there was an, an aura of maybe not finality, but, you know, some, something of nostalgia and a little bit of, hey, we've we got to do it for these guys. We've got to at least go out and give it our best effort for these guys because this is probably going to be it for them. Kyrie, the last uh, sort of in-and-out season for these Patriots was 2008, that infamous season, no Tom Brady, Matt Castle. They win 11 games, but they end up not making the playoffs. And I remember people like Vince Wilfork and others talking about how dangerous they felt and they were not going to be an easy team to play had they made it to the postseason. It feels like to me, based on our calls and our texts and our tweets, that fans aren't really buying into this Patriots team, whether they win next week in Buffalo or not, that they don't think – there's any momentum building into the the postseason. If the Patriots sneak into the postseason somehow, do you think they do so with like budding confidence within the locker room, or are they almost dubious of their own abilities right now? I mean, I feel like if you're asking about their confidence and what they could do, I mean, ultimately, I feel like they still believe, you know, that they could, or at least they would say that they could beat anybody. Oh, they'd say. It. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's their that job. They, Do they believe it? Mm. Well, I, I feel like they probably would, and here's why. I mean, if you think about, it, they could look at every one of these games that they've had, really over the last four, five, six games, and say, "Look, even the ones we've lost, we've been competitive in." The Buffalo game, they could say, "Look, there's a couple plays here, a couple plays there. It's not like they blew us out, right? With 24 points or." or, you know, what, what have you that they scored. And it's like, look, if we clean a couple of things up, we can play with them. It's not like they're utterly outclassed, even if the rest of us kind of think they are outclassed. So I don't know that it's an issue so much of their confidence because I, st- I think that they believe in each other. They're, to me, that is an honest belief, that, that when you walk through the locker room, you see the way that these guys talk to each other, the way that they interact, the way that they lift each other up. Right when somebody's having a big game, they can't help but just every time they're they'll either joking around about it or they're or they'll be like, "Hey man, you see how what that guy did today? I mean, look at him out there. 
and, and they, they believe in each other. I believe that. Now, I don't necessarily think that this season is going to go much longer than the next two weeks because I just don't believe that they're going to beat Buffalo or Kansas City or the Bengals or wherever the nope. season ends up if they, if they were to make the playoffs and have to go on the road. I mean, honestly, the, the expiration date on the season might be next week, for all we know. It probably will be because the Bills are going to have to play for it at this point. But you know what? When it comes down to it, I think that they're in it for each other, and that's not going to change. Love to hear that, Kyrie. Many more questions to ask you, and I will save them for tomorrow when you and I will be probably located at Gillette Stadium for the afternoon show here on WEI. Fitzy and Kyrie, 2-6, to six, and I think we're actually going to have Mac Jones in the house for an interview as well. That should be a fun one indeed. Kyrie Thompson from WEI joining us on the Hardbone Hotline. Thanks, my guy. I'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely. Just want to say I called that Kyle Duggar game on the pregame show. I am a prophet. Peace out. There you go, Kyrie Thompson from WEEI.com. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. We'll take you around the rest of the league, catch you up on all the other scores, how they could impact your New England Patriots in their pursuit of a postseason spot. I see the calls are all lined up, wanting to talk about today's game and whether or not the Foxborough faithful, as I like to call them, Andy, believe the Patriots belong in the playoffs and they could actually make any noise if they get there. It's Fitzy and Hart here with you on the Six Rings postgame show, WEEI. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Devin, keeping the playoffs alive, but given your positioning, it looks like a road on the playoffs. Uh, considering where you are in your career and where the outlook is the rest of the way, did you have any thoughts coming off the field today that today was could maybe the last time you played a game at Gillette Stadium? Yeah, I took a moment. You know, I'll go spend some time with my family on the field. Um, it's been a great run, and uh, to come out here, if this was the last, the last one, I think to be able to to leave Gillette with a win, um, very similar to how my first ever game was a win. So, um, you know, I've had a lot of fun. These guys have been awesome to go out here and compete with. Um, you know, you never know how football goes, but. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't think about it before the game and, you know, just now give a high five to the men and men, something I've done over and over and over again after wins um, to just kind of think about that and, and let that settle in, um, you know, just trying to make sure I just stay in the moment, enjoy it, but uh, definitely gave it a few seconds today. Patriots, safety, Devin McCourty. A first ballot shoe-in Patriots Hall of Famer just a few years from now, should he decide to call it a career at the end of the season. Andy Hart, there is no certainty. It hasn't been said. He hasn't announced that this is going to be his last season, but obviously the both of us were we at the window at a sports book, and they would take our money on said wager, would say. So you just said something interesting. So we're talking about, did I ignore a question there because I was deep in well, thought? Uh, yes, I wanted to know. Obviously both of us would say this is likely Devin McCourty's final season. Yes. You not listening to me, a first here on the show. So In this last segment, which started a minute ago. They only have one spot, theoretically, per year in the Patriots Hall of Fame. 
But if D, yes, they do. And if Devin McCourty in a couple of years is still up against like Vince Wilfork just made it in, people believe like Logan Mankins could be in no, next. No, no. A, more, a much simpler one. Uh huh. Matthew Slater. If they both retire after this season, they're on the same ballot. I think D-Mac gets in first. Why? Because he's Devin McCourty. He's Matthew Slater, and Bill Belichick just said he might be the greatest special teams player that's ever played the game. D-Mac, love him, mean it, good defensive back. Three I don't think Super he'll Bowl ever champion, be in Canton. Just like Matthew Slater. Right. Oh, no. I, Matthew Slater will be very well should be in Canton. And is arguably the greatest at his job that ever walked the planet. Why Whose job was more important over the last 13 years? Oh, now we're ranking importance? Because yes, I, I thought we played all three phases of the game. We do. I thought it was fourth down mattered around here. I thought that's why do we, we won Super Bowls. we importance on all of them? Wow, you, you again, fraud. Just turned your back on Matthew Slater. Hmm. Just like Hall I'm turning, of Fame talent. Just like I'm turning my back on you and talking to a caller instead. Hello, Paul and Quincy. Welcome to Six Rings. <gasps> How are you guys tonight? How you doing? Uh, Super. Doing very well myself. Happy New Year. Listen, I don't have any confidence because this team can't score points in the first half. And and they can't keep coming from behind. So you can't score seven points. If they're going to Buffalo, or so they have to score in the first half. They, they can't keep coming from behind. Now, I think if Cincinnati's a second seed, I think they're a beatable team. I do. They're not going to go to Kansas City and win a Buffalo. But if Cincinnati is a second seed, I think that's a winnable game. We damn near beat them last week. But they have to score points in the first half. I mean, this coming from behind thing is getting redundant. It really is. It's not going to work in the playoffs. It just isn't. Hey, Paul, can I ask you a question? Sure. Last week's comeback, do you think that was Patriots coming back or Bengals fading? A combination of both. I think the Bengals faded, but I, you know what I mean? But but they didn't, they didn't have a sense of urgency. When the Patriots started scoring points, the Bengals didn't say, okay, we might lose this game and, and – you know, turn up the Jets. They seem to, they seem to be in limbo. You yep. know, usually if that happens, the team who's losing will ramp it up again and put the game out of reach. They didn't. So I think Cincinnati is beatable. I do. Well, every that's, that's team, my opinion. every team is beatable. I just I put Cincinnati in the same class as Buffalo, and not neither I do I put in the same class as Kansas City just because they've done it longer with Mahomes. So I put I put Cincinnati and Buffalo in the same class of. Not unbeatable, but a really tough out, and I think they could just they're they're more likely to embarrass you than they are to lose to you. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. But like I said last week, when they when the Patriots were coming back, they didn't seem to have that sense of urgency. They didn't put the game away. Agreed. Buffalo would Buffalo Kansas City would the, would have put the game away. They would have said the Patriots are coming back. Let's end this. The Bengals didn't. They came close to losing that game. Yeah, they did. You know, so, they also claimed co- came close to scoring 60. But, uh, no, I, I think last week was a really weird Thank you for the call, game. Paul. Have a happy New Year, sir. I've still had trouble digesting that game last week because I think Christmas Eve played a role in that game. And I know that's weird. They're professionals. It probably shouldn't. But I really believe the Bengals started thinking about their kids and their presents and their wives and their cocktails at halftime. And good. And uh, did you hear about their plane home? They had to pull over at JFK halfway back to Cincinnati. They had plane trouble. They're, they were oh. supposed to get home at like seven thirty. Like it's nothing worse than nine. That. I've been there. I've lived it for years. Oh. I spent a Christmas in freaking Rochester. No way. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Because the flights were getting, like, we or drove you. to Rochester. And oh, had, man. Like, they had to reopen the hotel restaurant to feed us. It was a debacle oh, like you read about. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding. That's I ridiculous. I no, I do, I do believe that they got way out over their skis, and they were already packing their bags, getting home for Christmas, thinking they could be under the... And they're not mature enough for that. They're still they young haven't quarterback, heard it young receivers, young no. coach, young everything. 100%. But I also 100%. think they were this close, and my fingers are close because this is radio, 
this close to putting like 55 on the board. Going up 29 nothing or 36 yes. nothing because that effort from the Patriots in the first half last week was terrible. But what I wanted, putrid, dare I say, or as Stinky Heath likes to say, stinks, or the other caller, Joe. Hashtag this team's poop. I disagree. I do believe that the Patriots opened up today with some of the same effort they displayed in the second half, but then it went away again, which is what makes this team so maddening. If they could only play four quarters. Ooh, this week week we won't play the first two. One. There's been two. What what was that one? There have been two. Cleveland and and Detroit. Yes, you just answered You know when that was? Long time ago. Feels like forever ago. Autumn. Feels, it, you know what? It was literally last year. And I get. I don't really care where the scoring comes because what? it was last year. No, I know. I People get it. Shaking I'm their head in the producer's it. box. It's terrible. It's not that it's. Te- it's a fact. I know, but the way you say it, like you're a comedian. No, I just said it like it's. Uh, Do you just, consider yourself a comedian? No. Okay, good. <laughs> We've cleared that up. Do you consider yourself a nice person? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're on equal footing. The calls are lighting up. I love the energy from these callers. It's wonderful. Chris is in the truck. He wants to talk about Coach Belichick. Says he's got some issues. Hello, Chris. Hi. I yeah. I think the problem lies with the coaching. the The, the point is, you have uh, a fourth and one at the end of the game. You have a chance to try to make a field goal there, and instead he goes for it. No, he would have never did that. They're supposed to kick the field goal there. And somebody on the on uh, on the commentator and said, "Oh, what if it gets blocked? Uh, well, if it gets blocked, it gets blocked. The chances of them getting a sack or throwing an interception or coming up with a fumble was way greater than them going for a field goal and having it blocked. And in the long run, it did hurt them. It gave the other team terrific field position, and they went down and scored a touchdown. And if they had a better quarterback at the helm." They might have even had enough time to get two scores with that two minutes and 20 seconds that they had left. I think it all comes down to coaching, and I think it's Bill Belichick all the way. Lewis lost his touch, and he doesn't know you know, how to win games anymore. I don't think he ever did. I think it's all been – it was all Brady was the Patriot way. Wow. Damn. Thank you for the call, Chris. Uh, Andy, when that happened, when Bill never knew how to win. When we, they were at the 30 with two and a half minutes left and they lined up going for it, obviously there was a little bit of a killer instinct or the you know, let's end the game mentality like, hey, let's get this first down. Let's run out the clock. Let's win by nine. This is easy. As opposed to what well, was a long field goal. It was a 46 yarder. They were kicking towards the end where Nick Folk has had issues recently missing field goals and especially extra points. So I understand potentially the hesitation in they were? not. Trying the field goal? Yeah, it was in that end zone by the big TV, not by the construction area. Yeah, I mentioned this on Twitter. The closed end has become the tough end for some reason. I don't, I don't know if it's the, construction It's flipped related. ever since the construction. It's either that. It's the knows? only thing I can think of. Is Remember the old Fenway Park when they put the big 400 club and the whole thing up there and it changed, changed all the wind the patterns and science? Pattern. And yep. I think BZ did brought in like physicists to tell you why and how. Feels like a little bit of that is, is uh, happening right now at Gillette Stadium with the construction. But I would also just, real simple. Let's just say, so So the, the options here are go for fourth and four. Mm-hmm. A team that uh, I just want to, is terrible on third down, and fourth down is just like third down. It's a yes, money Yes, and they're nearest the red zone, so they could have had red zone fever, and you know what happens when but they But they suck there. on third down, so they're a mm-hmm. bad fourth down team. They're mm-hmm. In those money downs, they're bad. Would you put the ball in their hands to try to win it? Because I understand it. Okay, go for the kill mm-hmm. shot, t- hold mm-hmm. on to the ball, win the damn game. But if you rank how good they are in the three phases that you're considering, mm-hmm. oh, we could kick it. It's mid-40s. 
it's tough, but guess who's good? Nick Folk. Pretty good shot. He was third. I think he's thirty-one of thirty-six on the season now. So yeah, you got uh, you having three quarters chance, seventy-five to eighty-five percent chance he's going to make it, even if it is in the end zone, the end zone area that's more difficult for him now. Adam yes. Perry's one okay. of your best players. Sure. Okay. Or, or you could even if you say, what if there's a what if it's blocked or what if he misses? Oh, then they get the ball. Well, but the defense you trust too. The defense is really mm-hmm. good, right? So you're not putting them in this hellacious. They take over at the forty, whatever six. This is why I mean thirty six. Ad- I advocated for the pooch punt. Uh, that's another option. Mac and shotgun, is, little quick kick, put it put down the by ball, the ten. You put the ball in the the worst part of your team's hands, and I, I don't mean that to be a shot at Mac in the offense, but I'm just using facts and season. The offense in fourth down mode. In a pass, you feel play. great about that? I don't. So why did he do it? This it's radio. You can't shrug. Another, I need to this say will it. now become one of the. I, I shrugged my way into this. Will now become one of the great <laughs> mysteries of all time. Also, I don't know why you necessarily felt the need to call that out to everybody. Now they have lingering. Yeah, I know. Been I, long you're getting two cranky. Weeks. I, it's, but we've you're been like literally a working. Ass <laughs> pretty much a pro. <laughs> yeah, I am. No, it's just, it is just it. And now I can't take it the next step. What did what did oh, the good. caller say? Like Bill never knew how to win. Yeah, he never knew. Like he completely. Wait, went, what? He's he got three hundred and twenty-nine wins. Complete six full Patriot Super way Bowls. It all belongs to Brady. He doesn't yes, know Tom how Brady. to win. Back what are playoffs. we doing? Wow, Green Bay is throttling Minnesota right now. How about that? Green Bay could be in a play to win and get in type of. Scenario Who do you feel better week? about? There aren't they? Weren't they seven and eight coming into today? They Green were. Bay? So they're going to get to eight and eight. But I feel like you feel better about an exploding team with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, they found breakout receivers in Watson and Dobbs. Like, don't you? You can talk yourself into maybe Green Bay going on a run, can't you? Right now? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Why? Why not the Patriots? Same situation. They're going to go to eight and eight. They have a shot to make the playoffs. Well, same, same, same record. I mean, we're not even like. Are we? And they won really? thirty-four to three today, right? The are Patriots? we? <laughs> 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. When we come back, more of your calls, plus Andy Hart's thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll get to the player of the game here as we broadcast from our best yet brand studio. Fitzy and Hart on the Six Rings Post Game Show. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Green Bay Packers absolutely taking it to the Minnesota Vikings right now in a game that is about to be 41-3, to and it doesn't feel that close. Andy, what kind of faith could you possibly put in a team making a playoff, if not postseason Super Bowl run, when they have multiple games where they are beaten by more than 30 points in the same season. That ain't right. There's just something there that's not, something there doesn't make sense. That doesn't compute. I would agree, but I'd also rather have the puncher's chance that is Jefferson and Cook and Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yep. That's elite talent. I mean, we... We've talked about it all night off and on. The playmakers on this Patriots team are on defense. Is it Marcus Jones? Is it Kyle Duggar? They Even Mac acknowledging like, hey, we'd like to make it so the defense doesn't have to score for us is 
is alarming. They don't have a great – even the Dolphins, to me, have a better puncher's chance when you can just toss it to Waddle and Hill and they can have massive games. I don't – like, everything just feels like it has to be so perfect for the Patriots to beat good teams, and they're nowhere near perfect because you can't rely on – I mean, I guess the thing that's closest to reliable is your run game, but that's had some issues. I, I just – it feels like they have to win too much in perfect complementary fashion to win, whereas other teams have big plays, big playmakers, knockout artists, big you know speedsters, whatever. And I think that's what is so um, is left fans so resigned to the fact that you know what we're just sort of a mediocre football team. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it's not like oh the Patriots won by thirty, oh the Patriots lost by twenty seven again. Right. It's like. Ah, oh, the Pats lost a game by four they could have won. Ah, oh, the Patriots won a game by two that they easily could have lost. Like, they just continue to ride the wave, if you will. They continue to traffic and navigate in the gray. Like, you have pointed out one in many a time this season. And, you know, it's obviously very painful for me to have to, like, pay you compliment for some of the things that you say on this Do radio tell. program and beyond. Welcome to the middle. Welcome to the land of everybody else. Welcome to life in the modern NFL. But I almost wish if I wanted to breed hope. It's 40 to 3. <laughs> but that's my point. Like, if you had a few of those, that Mac Jones four-touchdown performance, that Kendrick Bourne 180-yard game with three touchdowns, if you had a couple of those, you'd talk yourself into, well, they, they are possible. I've seen it, so it could happen again. Mm-hmm. I haven't had those. Like, no. Like, Mac wh- had one game over 300 yards this year, and it was against right. Minnesota, these very same Minnesota Vikings. Yes, and, and L got hung. So, yes. like, I it's weird. I wish they were more inconsistent with peaks and valleys. They're kind of just in the middling middle where it's, oh, it's close. But as you said, you didn't win. Like, no, I don't really think that's a that's a great formula for Not a sustainable for format for long-term or ultimate success. Or even short-term success against good football teams. Because you play mediocre, and guess what? If Patrick Mahomes plays sucky in the first half, that means he's due to play great in the second half and put up 28 points. Back to the phones we go here on Six Rings. Old pal Steve down in Fall River wants to talk about what we did or didn't learn in today's game. Hello, Steve. Happy New Year to you, sir. Well, we're consistent. We can beat bad quarterbacks, the second and third team quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, I'm a little disappointed with that series that Mac had where he got us pinned down in the end, the, the, drive, the last scoring drive that the other team had when they went ahead. Mac couldn't hit a guy on the first down pass, and then they had to punt out of their short end, and <clears throat> the other guys went ahead. It was, it was sorry, you know, the, you know the series I'm talking about? So you're talking about the, the fourth and the one that ended with the fourth and four in the sack? No, 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 no. When the game, when, 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 Miami went ahead, but uh, we were down on like the 10, and he couldn't move us out of there, and we had a lousy punt, and then they went ahead. Uh, he, he had a – yeah, it, it, was, it was – If you say bad. lousy punt, he, that's pretty much most of Pilardi's kicks, actually, Steve. Anyway, we, I let's put the radio on this morning because I have to hear the, the pregame show. I'm down in Florida. I put on my uh, app. I hear uh, Jermaine Wiggins telling us about how the Patriots might get in to the seventh seed, if they win today, they could even lose next week, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, is this where we are in 2023? Yes. I put the, I put the, I put the TV on. Well, you've coming up with a new one, Andy. God what? bless you. you What's mine? With a new one. What is it? What, what, what do we got? Bill Belichick's worth keeping because he'll get you to 8-8. Eight and eight. You won't be 4-12. and 12. What the hell's the difference? Four wins. I, I, 
Okay, you remember the meaningful I, I football think, in December. So, so there was so there was another thing that it, that he brought. That's not that's that's the whole key. What do, what do you consider meaningful? And that's what they were talking about on the on the pregame show. Should we try to lose out and get that ninth to twelfth pick? Yes. Or should we should we learn something uh, by getting our heads beaten in in a playoff game if we were to make it? So we have a life the life of this season, and I I like to use analogies. You remember t- the Terry Schiavo case? Remember that woman back in the day? She was she Yes, was I do, and that's definitely not where I want to take this call, Steve, even if it's a qualified analogy. Thank you very much, sir. I think wow, I, I would pull the I, plug on I would Steve. Li- Whoa, look I mean, what you call. just did right there. Wow. I want someone to pull the plug on me if that call has to go. So it is a philosophical Jeez. discussion. That, that you get involved with. And it's what I'm talking about, the spoiled fan base that no mm-hmm. longer appreciates mm-hmm. going into the final week. Do you think they appreciate it in Jacksonville? What the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing right now? Yeah. That Up they're going to the final week with a chance uh, to make the playoffs. And that they're watching their second-year quarterback improve dramatically leaps yeah. and bounds over the first year, finally seeing this top overall pick start to play up to his professional potential? Hell yes. What about Tennessee? Do they They're appreciate so this week? No. No, I would add, like, because they've what, never cause won. Jo- what, because they got J- Josh Dobbs playing adequately as a fill-in on Thursday Night Football and a But they have a shot to win the division, the go Cowboys. to the playoffs, but they're yeah, used but to competing for the number one a, seed. But they've lost seven in a row. I understand it. Now, that's where, that's where we're getting to. Is it is it a an achievement in the modern NFL where you have seven teams make the playoffs and you have three wide? Is it an achievement to make the playoffs as a bad team or or just be competing for the playoffs in the final season. I mean, the final week. And a lot of people believe no, clearly. If you're not contending, Robert Kraft may be in your group as well because he wants to be a contender and he wants mm-hmm. to win playoff games. He would like a playoff win. And, it, and I'll tell he you. He ain't it, getting one. <laughs> what are the chances so that they beat the Bills you. and then beat the team the next week? Nope. I don't see it. Just keeping you up on the potential path for the Patriots. It is 23-6. Seahawks with three minutes left in Seattle over the Jets. So everything is taking shape. Maybe later tonight the Ravens beat the Steelers. That clears them out. And next week you just need, if nothing else, the Jets to beat the Dolphins. And you are in. Yeah. Now what you do. Beep. Beep. Backing our way in. Okay. If that, we doing that? That sounds like a life support meter, and I really don't want to continue. That's, no, that's a bad chart. Yeah, I, oh, okay. This is the Flatline Post Game Show with Fitzy and Hart coming at you here on WEI. We will be right back with, of course, Andy Hart's thumbs up, thumbs down, our player of the game, and so much more. Brought to you, of course, by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in just a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y dot com, for your free trial. 617-779-7937. Is the telephone number here for the Six Rings post game show, WEI? Fourth and final hour. Well, it's more sort of a half hour or a, a third of an hour, if you will. We'll be with you till 7 25, at which point we send it over to Sunday Night Football tonight, a game that has some loser leave town playoff ramifications with the Steelers going to gump the Ravens. Andy, question for you Do we know if Lamar? La Marvelous is going to be under center tonight for the Ravens. Turn no, I don't on. believe he is. I don't think so once again. So is it Snoop Huntley? Is Snoop? Snoop? No. Oh, did you make That's that his nickname. Up? No, that's his nickname. That's what they call him. I didn't know that. Snoop Huntley. Who is an alternate for the Pro Bowl. Was he really? Yeah, he was like a third alternate or something. Yeah. Interesting. How about that? 
He's been okay. I mean, he's a pretty pretty good ish backup. What do you think about the Steelers' chances of pulling that one off tonight? Good ish. <laughs> uh, I never know with those uh, NFC. I mean, AFC North division games. To me, those are some of the most uh, difficult to predict games in football. Always the physical nature, the, the rivalry, so the coaches, the but, whole thing. Oh yeah, th- there's a lot that goes on in those games. So I, I would never rule out any team winning and or losing those games. I By know the that's way, a terrible take for radio. Be, but. Uh, awful. That's okay. I took the time to actually check Twitter for anything relevant to the program today, and uh, I would just like to offer some congratulations to a P1 of the station, especially the midday program. Screw him. Dice Reynolds at Dice Coda. He will be taking home the championship belt here in the studio, the Gresham Keefe what do we call it? Fantasy championship belt? Like sure. The, yeah. The, title. Yeah. The title. He's got the title. And now this fabulous belt that I believe one Andy Gresh purchased for the winner of the Gresham Keefe Fantasy Football League now will be making its way down to the Cape. The Dice Man cometh and he taketh the title. Congrats, Dice. How, how could you have ever known that Dice won? It's almost like he tweeted a victory tweet and added everybody in the league to take a victory lap. Okay, well, that may have been a little much, but at the same time, like, congratulations to him. Hard-fought victory, earned and deserved, my friend, earned and deserved. All right, Andy, time for the thumbs-up, thumbs-down portion of the postgame show, one of everyone's favorite regular columns following Patriots games in victory or defeat at weeei.com. Who do we have? Let's go Let's go thumbs-down first. I want to end on an up. So typical Fitzy wants the to The first time all season. I would like to end on a positive note wow. as we streak towards the playoffs So this is like week. the way I eat when I bang out the vegetables so that I can finish with the things that I actually like to chew Sure. Well, who doesn't eat that way? No, let me let me finish on the green beans as opposed to the delicious, you know. No, but some people do more of a chop. balanced approach, complementary all three phases of eating where they come from each area of the plate. Oh, I, yeah. I just oh, get I'll the get green a, out. Absolutely. Like, I'll get a little, like, uh, get the, you know, the, the rice and the salmon and the, yeah. and the Brussels sprout all together in the same fork. It's fabulous. Some people just bang the hell out of the green and get it out of there. Wow. Uh, so you want a thumbs down. Thumbs down, the first one that I, I was able to write actually before the game even started. Um so what is it you'd say that Sean Wade does around here? Because Sean Wade has been on this team for damn near two years. They are without Jalen Mills. They're without Marcus Jones. They're without Jack Jones. And Sean Wade, formerly at one point in his life, thought of as a potential first-round cornerback prospect. When a junior at Ohio State, he was a highly sought-after and coveted cornerback. Now he's a healthy scratch so that we could have Quandry... Mosley and, and Tay. Tay. Don't call him Trey Hayes. I've been calling who you've him butchered Tay. for weeks. Tay. You've added an R for weeks in the way that Bar Boston Tay people do. Hayes. So I, I'm sorry. Why is Sean Wade still collecting a paycheck and have a jersey and still a roster spot? Mm-hmm. He's a healthy scratch. Is Somebody it just because they fill traded out the for Joe him? Juan Williams portion like, of the roster? I don't really understand it. But okay, Sean Wade, if you're not going to play today, <laughs> if you, you if you literally couldn't see the field. When the Patriots had a starting corner of the four that usually get meaningful reps, Jalen Mills out with that groin injury, Jack Jones to injured reserve, Marcus Jones concussion, couldn't play any of the three phases that he plays, and yet Sean Wade couldn't find the field and was a healthy scratch. What are we doing? Take his jersey. Anyway, 
So then the second down, I don't know if everybody would agree with this. Some people may say, oh, the guy threw two touchdown passes and no interceptions, and he had some yards, and he was okay, and he had a good first drive. I thought Mac Jones was not good enough. I agree with Mac Jones' assessment of Mac Jones, that he didn't play 60 minutes of football and four quarters of productive play. He missed too many throws, deep balls. I believe the phrase that Mac Jones used was, I got to put the ball close enough so Taekwon can at least touch it. And he's right. His deep balls are like five yards past Taekwon Thornton. So, Mac Jones, when you go five of 13 on third down and you basically take off like the second and third mm-hmm. quarters. It was an honest good. moment of assessment when Mac Jones stood I at the podium after it. the game. Yes, uh, we, we appreciate the candor as well. And we appreciate all of your texts. Too many funny ones. A uh, couple of, uh, well, uh, interesting ones that I'm not able to read on the public airwaves. This might be the uh, clubhouse leader for best text. Is this of the about day. Mac Jones? No, this is about vegetables. Oh, good. Mac Jones doesn't like seafood. Apparently, a texter in the six one seven, idiots. It's called not eating vegetables at all. You should try it. I haven't had a damn vegetable in three years. Never felt better. I feel like you should mix them in a little. I'm not going to say I have the most balanced <laughs> diet, but I do, and I do enjoy some. I know more than every doctor nutritionist and scientists in the world thank you very much well i still have a 617 cell phone to be fair there's a lot of inconsistencies in the uh nutrition uh world in terms of what's going good down what's bad. this hole with you it is oh eat butter eat margarine eat sugar eat fake sugar i eat never said sugar, to eat, eat any of those things i never bought no, into I'm talking that about nonsense. all the booze dr adkins like eating oh eat six pounds of bacon it's about a day calories. going to a state it's of ketosis fat. it's about this I'm they change die. later on i'll die from hardened arteries because i ate so much bacon it's about balance yes but vegetables are, I, I think vegetables are good for you you don't know Especially that. the leafy you greens. You can overdose. You know people were having trouble with kale? They were eating too much kale and it causes thyroid issues? Yeah, because it's got too much, all the iron that it has. Guess what, it. people? Moderation. Uh, all right, Which very good. cookies and cream as well. And and this ends today's portion Wait, of... Wait, di- I gotta keep going on diet the thumbs talk, down. Diet rings here on the Six Rings postgame show. Uh, I feel like I accidentally deleted one, but who cares? Um, and Kendrick Bourne... Uh, when <sighs> uh, are you gonna... One catch for 16 yards and a oh, stupid penalty today. One false today. start for a benching. Honest, like last week, don't we all need of plays us were, here it is. Points. He broke out. Here comes the Kendrick Bourne game. Six for a hundred in the big twenty-nine yard run. Next week, one for sixteen and a benching. And a okay. So uh, now let's go to the thumbs up. I actually gave out more thumbs up than you might expect. I think really in a game like this where it didn't seem so yeah. many merited. I mean, it begins with Kyle Duggar. Because if I just oh yeah, Kyle Duggar got the headline role. Kyle, Kyle Duggar, Duggar. Kyle Duggar and Marcus Jones. The season. Kyle Duggar and Marcus Jones may have made the thumbs-up portion of your list more than any other players this year. And they also, between them, have, like, a combined six save-the-seasons, don't they? I mean, you look at, like, the punt return against the Jets, mm-hmm. right? Like, they've, they've literally had save-the-season-type performances. Uh, Tyquan Thornton, it wasn't perfect, still don't love the footwork, the Bambi-slash-baby-giraffe uh, stuff, he mm-hmm. needs to get better. People are like, yeah, he's trying to catch the ball. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought NFL receivers focused on their hands and their feet at the same time. I thought that's how you played the position. I thought that's what being a professional was. You could focus on two things at once. That's the reality. Tyquan Thornton needs to go there, but he had a nice, impactful performance today. The run defense. I talked about it with Kyrie. Rock solid. Don't know what Mike McDaniel was thinking. Why he ran it 19 times for just 60-something yards in the first half. But overall, 27 rushes for just 86 yards for the Dolphins. That's a 3.2-yard average. I thought my guy... Lawrence guy led the attack, but I thought the rest of the front was very physical. Barmore was part of it. Godshaw, they were all up there banging helmets and making plays. 
Kyle Duggar, as we said, Jabril Peppers, in my mind, had a forced fumble. Because he forced a fumble. Like, I saw it with my own eyes. You can tell me it didn't count, but my eyes saw it. And Jabril Peppers is a man who lays the lumber. I, I like hope the lot. New England Patriots, knowing full well that Devin McCourty could very well have played his last home game and could only have uh, maybe two or three or four more games for the Patriots. We'll see how the postseason goes if and when they make it in, Andy, because Keith earlier from the car told us there could be a path. To the if Super Bowl. You're, if, you're, if you're a believer, <laughs> if you're a Bill Ever, if you will, and you think the Patriots can extend, regardless, D-Mac likely not on the team next year. That's a loss that will sorely be felt in the locker room and on the field. you got to keep a guy like Peppers. He has proven that he is an ideal fit on a Bill Belichick team. And a tone Made setter. for the Patriots. He just loves to hit other human beings, and I love that about him. Like, in a league where that's no longer really um, appreciated or even an emphasis for a lot of players, I love the tone that, that Jabril Peppers sets. Uh, then I went with a position. Can you guess the position that got a group thumbs up, Fitzgerald? Mm-hmm. I call you Fitzgerald now since we found out Fitzy is. Well, you can, okay. Urban Dictionary at fans, you'll All be impressed. All right, moving on. What position got thumbs up? What position? Position overall? group. Can't be the offensive line. No, it wasn't. Did not have a great running game, and boy, oh boy, the on when you play that allowed that guy to come streaking through on fourth and four. Yikes! Alive. Not the tight ends. Nope. Not the running backs. No. Not the quarterbacks. No. Jesus. Oof. Pick up the pace. Show Which was it? Over. Cornerbacks. Ah, How yes. could you not praise the cornerbacks? They were without their three top, three of their top four cornerbacks. We had guys by the name of Tay Hayes. You call him Trey. I call him Tay. Quandre Mosley on the field. Miles Bryant made some plays. Jonathan Jones had a really nice interception on a deflected pass on the sideline off the hands of Tyreek Hill. They held... Jalen Waddle to three catches for 52 yards. Hill to four catches and 55 yards. That is a tremendous group effort by the cornerbacks. Next man up. That is one slogan in Foxborough that still holds water. I would like to present a little bit of an update, if you will, now. We'll see what happens because Jack Jones a few weeks ago said, ah, it's just a bruised knee. I'll be fine. Now he's on IR. Yeah. Now he, he can't play, play again unless they make, like, the AFC title game. Great. After a promising rookie season Narrator, is derailed, they did not. Our pal Dakota Randall from Nesson tweeted out a few hours ago, uh, around five o'clock. Jonathan Jones downplayed the injury he suffered late in today's game. When asked if he's fine, Jones said, "Quote: Yeah, I'll fight." Yeah. See, the difference is he's a veteran. What is the injury? I don't. That's know. the thing. We have no. But idea. he's a veteran, so I trust his knowledge of his body and his ability to get back on the field a little bit more than a rookie uh, who's still kind of new to the whole process. Um, so that that's good news for them because you need him. As was also the fact that he had a full media avail, and here I can see him with uh, Connor Roach tweeting out a video of Jonathan Jones at his locker, smiling, speaking to multiple reporters from radio stations to television stations and beyond. That's a good sign. I think Jonathan Jones plays next week. Oh, I'd be stunned if he didn't. Thank goodness and hallelujah we'll have at least a starting cornerback, and maybe, just maybe, Jalen Mills can get back on the field next week. I think there's a chance. That is a general path to return. Guys that have missed a few weeks, they get on the field for a Friday, get limited, get questionable, and then the week later they have a legitimate actual shot to play in the game, and that would be a huge boost. As we finish out the thumbs-up yes, list, indeed. Hunter Henry, I thought, had a solid game. Hunter Henry, if he could have had more of these five for 52s all year Didn't long. Didn't we say that's like the quintessential? It's four Absolutely. for 60, five for 50. Like that is the Hunter Henry zone. Because then you're up like, 
you know, you take a couple bad games in there, you're up around 700 yards, you've caught 55 passes, and everybody's like, oh, that's a good complimentary player. Uh, even Bill Belichick praised him for his third down contributions. Um, so Hunter Henry, I thought, had a nice game, just not enough consistently with everybody. It, it's the same old story, or as whatever Charles Davis said, they're consistently. Excellent list unable. as always. Andy, thank you very much. You can read that at WEI.com. Andy Hart's thumbs up. Thumbs down. Why would they read it if I just told them? Well, you may want to review it, share it with their friends, go over it. Mm. Maybe some people are watching Look the game. Look for typos. Like, Who were your thoughts? Okay, we, we're not. I don't. I can't imagine that people would do that. I mean, there wouldn't be Twitter accounts dedicated no. to as much. What a pathetic waste of time that would be. Once again, the Six Rings Post Game Show coming to you from our Best Yet Brand Studio. Brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi. That's Z-U-D-Y dot com for your free trial. Yes. Do we read mean texts? Because the 508 was mean. McCourty has sucked for three years. He is the most useless player in the league, and after his last game, they shouldn't even let him back in the locker room. Totally, bro. Yeah, 508. Yeah, somebody I just gave the attention they wanted. Yeah, nice job, Andy. That's what I do. You're not supposed to point out all the... I retweet trolls, too. How about the 603? Hey, guys, thanks for filling in this week. Always love your stuff. Happy holidays. Take care. Go Pats. Why do you read, like, the sappy ones? That's no fun. There are no rainbows in Hartsville. One more call, and then we'll wrap it up with the player of the game and then carry you to Sunday Night Football. David in the car tried to call earlier today. He had phone issues. He's back to wrap up the caller portion of the Six Rings postgame show. Hi, David. Hey, how you doing, guys? I appreciate it. Happy New Year. You as well. Taking the call again. So, you know, earlier I was, what I was saying about the, the pages and stuff, but there's one other thing that actually a caller earlier mentioned, and it makes sense. Okay, and this happened last week with the Bengals. When the Patriots are doing so bad that other teams get comfortable when they have a lead and they don't expect the Patriots to come back and, and score. And that is something that could work on their favorite against Buffalo or against anybody else they may just get into the playoffs because they're going to get the lead, they're going to get comfortable, and because we're not known for being able to come back anymore because we don't have what we had in the past. So that could actually work in the Patriots' advantage. Oh, so you're so bad that people expect to be bad. They don't take you seriously. They don't finish you off, and they open the door. It happens. Yeah. It happens. I think it happened to the Bengals in the Bengals. That's a very good point. I'll punch out on that one, David. Thank you very much for calling back and making that point to wrap up. His the phone sounded much better. That it did, actually. I wonder if he was able to make his way to is, – is he now David on the landline? He was a good sell. Found a better sell. So, All right, uh, dramatic missed field goal yes. at the end of regulation, I believe, in the – San Francisco, they are now in overtime, tied at 34. Wow, that's Niners. a lot of points scored at the end of that game. It was 24-24 halfway through the fourth quarter. That's a thriller. And just to update, I know everybody's watching Jarrett Stidham's stat line in his first NFL start, 23 of 33 for 365 yards with three touchdowns and one interception for a 123.9 rating. He also, didn't note this earlier, seven rushes for 34 yards. Stiddy got wheels. Of course, he was an offense. 400 yards of total offense. Why can't we get guys like that? Against arguably the best defense in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Only two people in the world have thrown three touchdown passes against the 49ers this year. One is named Jared Stidham today. The other is named, you may have heard of him, Patrick Mahomes. How do you like that? Stidham Mahomes. How do you like them apples? The future of the AFC West. Time now for the Patriots Player of the Game. Patriots Player of the Game is brought to you by Cars for Kids, the easy way to donate your car. Donate today and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to Cars for Kids, that's carswithak.com or one eight seven seven 
Cars for Kids. Andy, the Patriots player of the game today, why don't we do it on one, two, three? I think we both know who it is. Can we do it in our South Park accents? Yes, we can. One, one two, two, three. Kyle Duggar. Oh, yeah, we can't say Duggar. It's just Kyle. Kyle. And his mom. I mean, uh, for, that, for that play alone. For that yeah, play absolutely. alone. Absolutely. Game changer. Game, game Again with the game changer. Go ahead. Big play. And you needed every bit of it. And, oh, by the way, the athleticism. Like, we, we marvel at Marcus Jones. Kyle Duggar, remember, has returned punts and kickoffs at various points in his New England career. Dude, with the ball in his hands, is capable of finding the end zone. Not once, not twice, but the third time this season. Three tackles, two assists, one interception, and his third touchdown of the season. The only defensive player with three touchdowns on the 2022 season. DPOI? Great. Uh, that's... St- mm. No, no I mean kidding. it's Nick, but yeah, that's hilarious. I was just kidding. I, I think that I think Nick Bosa done got that rap. Nick LePan, you've got a face of surprise on you. Did something interesting just happen? No, you're just looking forward to the show ending in 40 seconds. Terrific. All right, thank you very much, callers. Thank you very much, listeners. Thank you to everyone who participated and or allowed today's Six Rings post game show to be a part of your post Patriots victory life. Good job, Jumbo at Jumbo Heart. We'll be on tomorrow, 10A to 2P. On the Midday Show with Gresh, live from the Timeout Marketplace before the Winter Classic. I'll be joining you alongside Kyrie Thompson from Gillette Stadium. We'll be talking to Mac Jones at 2.30 or 3 p.m. on a Patriots Monday tomorrow in the 2 to 6 slot. Thanks, everyone. Make sure you subscribe to and listen to the Six Rings podcast. We'll have a new episode out in just a couple of days. And, of course, if you missed anything today, you can get the podcast on the Odyssey app or weei.com. Good day. God bless. And go, Pats. Final score, Patriots 23 Dolphins 21, playoff hopes are still alive. Hi, Bruins fans. Looking for more coverage of your favorite hockey team? Follow the Skate Pod hosted by Scott McLaughlin, Brian DeFelice, and me, Bridget Prue. Get your Bruins coverage from WEI's team of Bruins writers. We're the people who are at the games and talk to the players every week. For analysis of every Bruins game and exclusive interviews with the players, listen to the Skate Pod on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.